is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. What are you talking about? No, it's not him. There's only one more. There is only one more. There is, that's it. One more. Get rest. No. They saw your team. Put up zero effort. Wake up. Remember in the old days, they used to have oxygen for them. Where's the oxygen? Play like absolute just garbage. <laughs> this is the Sports Loud Mouths. Yay! Man, can you keep it down? I'm trying to introduce here. With Errol Marks, Speedy Petey, and Tyler Harrison. Tyler Harrison. You're not even a has-been. You're a never-was. You're a never-was. On the ones and twos right now. Um, oh wow, here it is. You threw me off. I thought you were going to start with this, and I didn't talk, and then I started talking, and the song came on. So I was a little confused. But anyway, uh, a lot to get to. Obviously, when it all gets here, we're going to talk about the NBA. Tread the dead, 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 dead. It's been a long day, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> NBA tread that trade deadline. There we go. Third time's the charm. Uh, so there's a lot of winners and losers. Some people may think there's a big winner today, but. I don't think the big winner is as much as everyone says it's a big winner. So, there's that. Obviously, the biggest game of the year is Sunday. Um, Super Bowl picks are coming, along with breakdown, analysis, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, that's how we'll probably end the show. I know Trey Larkins has threatened us to come on today at some point in time. And uh, Nithin's probably lurking somewhere. There's no guest tonight, so he might not be here. Who the hell knows? <laughs> but, um... He has, yeah. nobody, he has nobody to uh, to randomly get for his yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, he's got nobody to, oh, 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 I don't think I should do it now. Oh, damn. So uh, there's that. Who knows? Maybe Mark Edward Kelly stops in. Who knows? There's always a bunch of people swinging the door open when they uh, want to come on the show. Harold Marks will be here soon. And, um, yeah, that's how that goes. No news in the Major League Baseball front. Uh, they're making little little progress, but... Slowly but surely. 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 Charlie, head to the market. But, um, yeah, so we're completely off the rails already, and Errol's not even here. So that's great. That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, how's it going, Speedy? How was your long 24 hours since we saw uh, I It's been uh, grueling a little bit. I had to. I was helping my grandfather out move a lot of leaves. So I was, leaves? I, leaves. I, I, I did it on four hours of sleep, move, helped move them out to the yard so they could get picked up and uh, taken somewhere else. And then I went back to sleep for a while. And then I've uh, mainly just been working since. <laughs> See? The backbone of the sports loud now is right there. Not even that. This whole network. Mm. You know how many shows this guy touches over there? Every single one of them. Every single one of them. So just so Speedy gets his fair share of credit. And now that that's over with. So, ladies and gentlemen, what would we be as a sports talk show if we didn't tell you what's going on? There's a lot of sports to get to. Obviously, there's no baseball. And there's a trade deadline. But guess what? There's basketball games being played right now. And a lot of them were active during the market. So, we'll start with the Memphis Grizzlies kicking the crap out of the Pistons. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, that's 109-90 to 90 right now. There's about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter there. The most talked about trade today uh, occurred with actually both teams the Brooklyn Nets and the Wizards are playing each other uh, no Bradley Beal, no Kevin Durant, there is Kyrie Irving though and obviously no Kristaps Porzingis a little bit of foreshadowing for those of you who live under a rock 
the 77-76 Brooklyn right now with uh, Cameron Thomas stepping up for the Brooklyn Nets. There's about three minutes left in the third there. Uh, the Miami Heat are absolutely obliterating right now the New Orleans Pelicans with their new toy, C.J. McCollum. That's 79-69 now. About a minute left in the third there. And the Toronto Raptors are beating the Houston Rockets 73-64 at halftime. And I'm going to stop for this game right now because this game has an amazing status. Dallas Mavericks, not only did they unload Chris Tapps Pazingas today, they're beating the Clippers, foreshadowing again, 40-34. Uh, to 34. And the reason I'm stopping right here is because I want everyone to know one stat. They have 40 points. Luka Doncic has 28 of them. Wow. There's eight minutes to go in the half. He's 10 of 13 from the field. And 7 of 10 from 3. Damn. He's going to have an MVP surge at the end of the season, ladies and gentlemen. He's not talked about right now, but by the end of the year, he'll be He was the preseason pick by a lot of people, Uh, including uh, me, at the beginning of uh, last year. And then this year again, he was another popular pick. Oh, my God. He he loves playing the Clippers. And no Kawhi, and no Paul George. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, Tyron Lue also came out today and said, you will not, most likely not see Kawhi Leonard, but... That's not really news. I think most people expected that. The New York Knicks, who made shockwaves by doing nothing. Again, at the trade deadline, they've kept everyone in place for a second-half surge of likes we've never seen before. That's what you're going to be. All the way up to the 10 seed. Yeah, they'll get the play-in game. They might even win the play-in game and then get smoked in the first round. Um, they take on the another quiet team at the trade deadline, Golden State, at 10 o'clock. And the Milwaukee Bucks, who made a steal today, an absolute steal by getting Serge Ibaka for really nothing. Dante DiVincenzo does not play well for them. The Kings needed a shooter, so it made sense. He's also had a lot of injury issues since he's been there. Yes, he does have a lot of injury issues. What the hell? I talk fine every other day. Anyway, injury uh, injuries to Dante DiVincenzo, uh, and plus he'll replace Buddy Yield. Take on the best team in basketball right now, the Phoenix Suns who uh, did a little quiet move today by again Aaron Holiday from the Wizards. And uh, that's it for basketball from the professional sports logic. There's also college basketball going on. The Duke Blue Devils, they got my vote to go out there and uh, win the whole thing this year from March Madness. They are beating Clemson 43-37. to There's about 17 minutes left in the half. Uh, Murray State is losing to Tennessee State 27-16. This is why you don't really talk about non-big teams. Well, the, yeah, the Murray State's always the team that goes like 29-2 and two in the regular season. Right, and, and then, then we'll see get, in the playoffs. Yeah, and then lose in the first round, right? Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga is up 10-4 to four over, I don't even know who the hell this is, University of Portland? Is yeah. That, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Actually, their conference, everyone says their conference is normally just them and St. Mary's. They've actually been a little more well-rounded this year, but not Portland. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're an abomination. <laughs> Damian Lillard might play for them before he goes back to Portland. <laughs> Um, so that's it's 12-4 now, Gonzaga. Uh, St. Mary, uh, there you go. SMC is up 9-7 over uh, uh, University of South Dakota. Is that what that is? Yes. Jesus, Lord. This might have been a mistake. Arizona is beating Washington State 14-10 with about 12 minutes left in the half there. Uh, Purdue, third in the nation, losing to Michigan. Michigan's just upsetting everybody this year. I guess that's the motto right now. 20-15 uh, to 15 there. And Illinois... What? Yeah, well, apparently Illinois-Purdue's been postponed. I don't know what the hell that means, but all right. And then there's golf. The Waste Management Phoenix Open, which ironically is where our boy Christian Okoye is hiding. 
uh, you know, say hi to Christian and Phoenix for me, please. Um, he's there in Scottsdale. Your leader right now is, oh my, this was a mistake. Sahith Sigala. Nice. Second is, uh, oh boy, Kayon Honley at minus six. Sigala is minus seven. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Brooks Kopech is at minus five, along with Adam Hadwin and Harry Higgs at minus five as well, as uh, they will actually resume later today. Seems it's been postponed. And uh, we're not going into soccer because none of you ever asked us about soccer, so I'm not going to waste my time. But we're going to end with hockey. That's right. Hockey's been played all year. You know why it hasn't been mentioned? The I word. But we're not going to get into any of that until much, much later. So the Buffalo Sabres are beating the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2. The Penguins are beating the Ottawa Senators 1-0. There's about four minutes left in that game. The Washington Capitals are humiliating the Montreal Canadiens 4-2. And the debut of our boy, Martin St. Louis. So there's that. The uh, Carolina Hurricanes are uh, killing the Boston Bruins 5-0 right now as the Bruins... Desperately need to find a goalie somehow, somewhere. Tuukka Rask might have owned something retiring. <laughs> oh, well, that, his bone was going to break if he played another two minutes. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo, the Buffalo, the New Jersey Devils and the St. Louis Blues are tied at two with about nine minutes left in the second. The Maple Leafs and Flames are tied at zero. That's going to be a good game, actually. That's probably what we should have put on uh, with about 12 minutes left in the first period. And you're ready for the so- shocker here. The hurricane, the hurricanes. My God, the Avalanche are beating the Lightning two nothing, and the return of Tampa star Nikita Kucherov. And the reason I did hockey last was a we're gonna talk hockey right here, right now. The NBA trade deadline. I'm gonna try to wait and postpone as much as possible for our marks to get here, so we can have this rather rather uh, energetic conversation together. Eh? Okay, great. Uh, but hockey needs to be talked on this show because we haven't talked hockey on this show in, what, months? Yeah. <laughs> not a not a mention of ice, puck dropping, nothing. Just, that's it. That was it. That was literally it. That's all we talked about was basketball and football. Yeah, it froze over for a while. Well done, Speedy. Well done. I'm glad my puns have rubbed off on you over yes. the years. I'm, I'm <laughs> so proud of you. But, um, so we're going to take a slap shot at this now. Nice. And re- thank you. So... Obviously, the NBA tread deadline and NHL tread deadline are kind of kind of married at the hip. You normally get about two weeks before one and the other. I feel like this year it's really late for hockey, though. It's like not for another three weeks. Yeah, you know what it is? It feels a little shifted because the the Cups ended later in the, in the last season. So then well, this season right. started. It, it started fast, and then it seems like there are just so many long breaks of it now. Thank yes, you, Ben. Uh, ben, with a, a little bit of a hockey pun, it's out of the penalty box, finally. Hey! Who was that? Uh, ben. In the has he ever section. called the show? He's never called, but he's commented a lot. He has the, uh, he has an apparel line. Welcome to the gun show apparel. Oh, that's Ben. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, Ben. How are you? Um, so, yeah. Them, yeah, it's out of the penalty box. That was good. I, wow. You know? That was a real, uh, that was a good one there, Ben. We should have thought of that, Speedy. Should have thought of that. So now you can go in the penalty box. <laughs> Take two minutes, figure out what you did wrong, come back. We'll be right here waiting for you. Um, so Don't worry. The Rangers have a good penalty kill. I'm not worried. <laughs> they, we do. We do have a good penalty kill. Don't mention the R word. 
That's the first thing first. We're not talking R words. We're not talking I words. Uh, D words are bearable at this point. Uh, no P words or F words. Well, no flyer, to be exact. You can say any other F word. I don't really care. But, so, we're going to go start this now. When you look around the NHL, there's a lot of couple big names. Uh, Bergeron's name's been flowed out there as they try to think about what they need to do. Boston needs a goalie. Tampa Bay needs a little bit more defensive help. Uh, Vasilevsky's really been just their best I mean, he's always their best player, but his <laughs> yeah. his goaltending's the only reason they are where they are. Uh, and Steven Stamkos has had a terrific first half, and no one's really talking about that either. Uh, the Rangers need defensive help. Pittsburgh and Washington kind of need more offensive help, I would say. Um, Boston needs goaltending in the worst possible way, as we mentioned before. And there's a lot of couple guys. Uh, Again, Malkin's going to be available. Uh, the kid from Phoenix is available. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the defenseman Chitrin. Yeah, Jacob he's Chitrin. available to be had. Yeah. Uh, John Klingberg's name's been floating mm-hmm. around for what seems like forever. Yeah. Uh, the Florida Panthers are probably going to make a move. The Hurricanes need to make a move. Uh, that's just how the world is right now. Colorado needs to get Cal Marker, somebody else, to take the puck duties out of his hands because on the ice, it's really just him and McKinnon's coming back soon. And right. kind of hope he... Picks up the pick. He might have came back. Yeah, most of their defensemen are all younger, like, all at once. So, yeah, they definitely need a veteran presence like they had with Ian Cole a couple years ago. Right. And I think Ian Cole, he's another guy that might get moved. But you look at Philly's going to trade the house, I think. Giroux. Yeah. uh, Kevin Hayes might get moved. Restalanin never fit in there to begin with. But, hell, I would love the Rangers to get Restalanin. But neither there nor there. JT Miller's a big name being thrown around. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jonathan Marchessault, Riley Smith. Why would the Vegas Knights train anybody? I already know what all you idiots are going to say, and that's fine. I got a simple answer for you. Jack Eichel is $11 million on the cap. That's why. That's why. That's why they need to trade somebody. And they don't need five centers. No. So, there's that. You can never have enough center depth, but no. You don't no, need five centers at that I, honestly, much price. Honestly, Foley is a guy you might get moved. Um, Max Domi is a guy that yeah. might get moved. Now, there might not be a lot of mega stars, but there's going to be a lot of good players that get moved before this trade deadline starts. And the New York Rangers, because they're home, and that's what I feel like doing right now, so I don't really, you know, care what you say. We need a defensive guy that can, I want to say Adam Fox, but that's unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's very unrealistic. And Tony D'Angelo needs to keep his mouth shut. He should have kept his mouth shut since the time he was a Ranger. Well, at the time he backed it up. But Georgiev needs to go. We need a backup goaltender because Igor Shostorkin is right now on pace by everything I've read that he will win the Vienna Trophy if voting started and ended today. You can't have this young team not get a veteran forward that can help defensively as well going forward. You just can't do it. Now, whether that means you make two moves or you make one big splash. I, I've told, I don't know if I've said it on air, but the New York Rangers are coming into a very good problem to have. But with a problem, you need to get the answer right. Otherwise, your problem prolongs a little bit longer than you want it to. This rebuild, they've accumulated a lot of young talent, a lot of young draft capital, and they've drafted well. They've drafted pretty well, I'd say, over the years. The problem is, 
now you've got a bulk of talent, and you can't play everybody. Mm. You keep 18, 21 rostered guys, 18 forwards, two goalies, 19. How many you got? 18? It's 18. It's 18 with, with healthy scratches. Other than the, right. like, there's three or four. I, forget, I think it's four guys that are healthy scratches per game. Yeah, six defensemen and two. Uh, uh, yeah, 12 forwards. So yeah, and then the two goalies. Right. I'm sorry. I'm bad at math, as we found out yesterday. And you just, you would like to know can people hear me? Because this thing's saying the mic is muted. Yeah, it's your, yeah, your mic's on this side. It's coming through here. Oh, you're good. Right. You're good. good. Thank you. Because that. Noise really just bothered me. Yeah. But the New York Rangers need to get this right. Because if not, and you give up on the wrong pieces, your rebuild goes right back to the beginning. Yes, you brought in Panarin. Yes, you've got Zibinijad. Yes, Chris Kreider has been a lifer. And he's playing out of his mind right now. No, don't trade him. No. No, you can't trade him. Not right now. Two years from now, three years from now, fine, whatever. Not right now. Uh, Truba, you brought in. Adam Fox has been the steal of the century as of right now. It's just Storkin. We can go back and forth. But the guys like Lingren, Keandre Miller, Brett Howden. Not Brett Howden. Oh, man, I would love to have him. <laughs> uh, McCraig, Rooney. These are the guys that are really stepping up and playing well in big moments. Uh, Ryan freaking Reeves. Everyone just says he's a bully, but that's... He's got good hands, and he skates pretty well for his size. And I know that's going to surprise a lot of people, but if you actually watch Ryan Reeves play and you don't see him fight, you'll notice Ryan Reeves on the ice. He's big. Yeah, he's big, but he moves. He's got good hands. He's actually a pretty good passer as well. I don't know if that's Panarin rubbing off on him, but we'll see. And then you got Lafayette and Kako. I'm going to be honest. I'm all right with giving up on Kako right now. And what I mean by that is, You've, you drafted Capo hoping that he would be the generational talent that got you out of the lottery the following year. That didn't happen because the New York Rangers had the number one pick next year and you take the best player available, which is Alexis Lafreniere, and that's who we got. So now you've got two generational talents that's contracts are a year apart and neither one of them, really no fault of their own, have had time in the NHL system to be acclimated to the NHL style of play. But as of right now, Lafreniere is playing leaps and bounds better than Capo on both sides of the ice. So, why pay both guys when you can trade Capo, get, I don't want to say draft capital because, again, that's redundant because the New York Rangers really don't need any more draft capital. Mm. But Capo in a second-round pick, is going to get you a veteran under contract for a year or two, or even a rental, because you really don't have money to be given out. But if you do get a rental, it's okay to lose him. Mm-hmm. So really, a veteran presence, a face-off guy, God forbid. Yeah, please. I mean, Zabinijad, man, what happened to you? What happened to you? You used to be top 20 in face-off. He used to be, yeah, he used to be a steady 57% type guy. I mean, he was never like a Bergeron or Giroud type good with faceoffs, but he was like he was always top half of the league. Sometimes, like you're saying, top twenty. Yeah, he definitely is very much down this year. It's just abysmal, abysmal. But you need to get a veteran guy, preferably one that either is hungry to win a cup, or a guy that's won so many cups that it just makes you nauseated. Like ideally, you're describing Sidney Crosby that way, 
but obviously that's not happening because they're not going to get Malkin either. And no. I don't want either one of them. I don't want the I don't want Malkin as it is, and I don't think the Penguins are going to want to trade him to the oh, Rangers. No. Crom- and if, and if that's the case, they're going to want to like fleece him or something like. Oh, that. Oh yeah, Panarin, everyone's first round pick for the next thirty years, and uh, the best Krasinov and Zach Jones or Schneider and right. Shesterkin for Crosby. That's what they're going to want. Yeah. And at which point in time you just take a shot and leave. <laughs> but um, the New York Rangers right now are in a very interesting place. And it's ironic because the Islanders just left the spot the Rangers are now in. A lot of young players coming up, growing together, buying into a system that a good coach has implemented. And now you're playing well. You've got cap space. Oh, you know what? We should go get some vets. Oh, sh- we should go get some stars. That's where the New York Rangers are at. Obviously, the Rangers went backwards. They got the star at the beginning of the rebuild or before the rebuild, depending on how you want time. Well, the letter was sent to 2017, so they got Panera in 2019. So it was kind of in the showcase of stages of the rebuild. But then the the young players finally came in with Kako and Lafreniere, and that like signaled it more that they were getting, okay, they're all young all at once. So that timetable, you could judge accordingly. But they already had some like core pieces as a right. part of it too. They were just getting rid of all the like big contract bad veteran players. Finally that money is gone. Good riddance Brendan Smith and Mark oh Stahl. Oh my god, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, if I ever see Brendan Smith's name again, I'll oh, throw up. Yes. The Hurricanes are becoming the new uh, Rangers retirement home. You know what though? It's ironic you say his name because god damn it, if Patrick Namath plays another fucking day as a New York Ranger oh if Patrick Namath plays another day as a Ranger, I'm gonna throw up. He's he he shouldn't play ever again. There's no reason. You got enough young guys that he doesn't need to play. Mm. And I know he's a defenseman, defenseman, and he does all those little things. And he blocks knows. shots, but that's about it. Right. That's Ryan Lindgren to me. Get off the ice. Mm-hmm. Get off the ice. Let Zach Jones play. Jesus Lord. Or for that matter, for that matter, let Brendan Schneider play. That guy's killing it right now. And you also wonder, too, again, they could also trade for another defenseman, too. Uh, you mentioned Chitrin as being a name that's da- being dangled, especially. But there are even some veteran guys that are, uh, you mentioned the Flyers selling out everybody. Who knows? Maybe, they've, maybe they impulsively deal Ryan Ellis after, after one year or something like that. And there's definitely other ones uh, listed on the market. Here's the thing about I don't, Ryan Ellis is going to be expensive. I know, but he, he's not gonna he, might, he might be the guy that could end up being worth it, if, assuming the Rangers and, can get the money right. Right. Well, forget the money. Do you want to trade for a guy that's coming off an injury and now is kind of, I don't want to say damaged goods, but he's he's going to get more hurt than he's going to play. Help. That's fair. That's fair. And a lot of these other guys that are listed among this on these websites have been more on the damaged goods type. You mentioned Klingberg. I don't really want Klingberg. No, I don't, I don't think want they, Klingberg. I don't think they really need that kind of I don't think they really need that kind of defenseman. Uh, same kind of thing with somebody like Mark Giordano that's being listed. I don't really want him at this point either. I think he's really regressed the last couple of years. Well, he's um, a veteran guy. I, I would take Giordano. It, it's got to be cheap, though. Yeah, His I know. contract's up at the end of the year. It, right. it's, gonna, it's not... It, Honestly, and you, you're going to say it's too much, but I would give up Krasinov for Giordano. Just, cause just Krasinov? Just Krasinov? Just Krasinov and like a, a duplicate pick. Not the second round because that's too much. I think we got, what, two fours? Yeah. Yeah, something or like that. Yeah, that should seven. be fine. Because, again, Kratzov's been all over the place. So I, I don't think that's... Except playing hockey. Yeah. He's except everywhere except hockey. playing hockey. <laughs> yes, he's on every... What what country is he in next? He's the new. He's the NHL version of Where's Waldo, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say Czechoslovakia, but I don't know. I imagine <laughs> he's actually there. 
But, um, yeah, no, the, the trade deadline is going to be very interesting. You're going to see a lot of activity. I think the NHL trade line is going to be more busy than the NBA trade, di- trade deadline was. And that's just based on pure – there's a lot of clump in the NHL. You're at the very bottom or you're, winning, you're the top three in your division. There's a, there's a huge drop between the Bruins and the next team that's able to catch the Bruins yeah. for that final playing game. That's a pretty big gap. I know every Islander fan's going, oh, we might catch them, we might catch them. You might catch them. I can't see Boston losing seven, eight games in a row without gaining a point that allows you to come back in this race. Now, I'll say this. If the Islanders do get in the playoffs, say you don't want to play them. Right. You don't want to play them at all, especially if they get hot goaltending from Sorokin, who's, I mean, you talk about good players in bad situations. He's, he's entering the Lundquist lane already, and he's 25 years old. Yeah. And what I mean by that, so I don't get shot at by Islander fans again. I'm not saying that your team is bad. What I'm saying is your ideal ide- ideology right now for defense is, all right, after Sorokin makes the save, then we'll take the puck up ice. No, that's not what you want to do because then the goalie stands on his head, you give up 30 shots, and you're backpedaling the entire game. Whereas what Elaine Vigneault <laughs> and John Torrella never understood about having a great goalie in net. You don't want them to make that many saves. You want them to be an afterthought. But, you know, it almost worked for John Tortorella until <laughs> Dan Girardi passed the puck into Henrik Lundqvist's lap. Yeah. Speaking of which, Kopitar, man, he would be a great get, too. He would yeah. be a great get. The Kings are in a tricky spot because they're in a playoff spot right now. But they got a kid at the same well. time, what they... is it, by, by Little? By... Yeah, uh, Byfield. Yeah, it was oh, number, f- number two pick in the draft. Kid's playing freaking well, yes. man. Yes. But it also is one of those things where, dude – if you're the Kings, do you want to delay a rebuild where you could get good stuff for Kopitar now and just try to win for one year where you could just drop off again very easily because they're still not a like supposed to be contending now type team. They're right now second in the Pacific, which doesn't say much because there's really not a lot of great teams in the Hold Pacific. Hold that thought. You want breaking news? Oh, breaking news. What do we got? Uh, Tucker. I'm just trying to get all of them. So the best moment of the year award for the NHL, I mean the NFL, sorry, is Justin Cuck, Justin Tucker's 66-yard field goal against mm-hmm. the Lions because right. Detroit hasn't suffered enough. <laughs> and the Offensive Rookie of the Year is, drum roll please, Woo, Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals after a very, very, very good rookie season. You can go back to talking now, Speed. All right. I, just had that. I was just going to say, there's not a lot of great teams in the Pacific right now, so you're kind of in a weird spot where I don't think they could maybe just stay pat and not do anything, but they should try to explore to see if they can get some good offers as well because the Kings are still – they are a little ahead of the schedule, but they still have to keep in pace the fact that they are kind of in that rebuilding type team. All right, now I just wanted to read some of the comments that people were saying. Uh Carl is asking, how did the NHL get around with the non-schedule break with the Olympics? There aren't NHL players in the Olympics, Carl, to answer that question. It's all amateurs this year. Yeah. There are no NHL players. Like they Just, used to do. Yes, like they used to do. Um, they, stopped, they stopped doing that in Pyeongchang as well in 2018. So they went from 1988, I think it was, to 2014 doing that. Now they're back to just using amateurs. Uh, Snooks says, wait, 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 there are two hockey teams in New York. Yeah, allegedly there's one in upstate New York, but I don't know if they really count as a hockey team. 
Uh, I, I was don't told know what, I don't know what they identify as, but we're not claiming them. <laughs> they're monster. They're they're Canadians at this point, point. and I don't mean the team. I mean citizens. <laughs> Snug says I was told last year the Islanders were winning the cup this year, and then poof, nothing. I know Barzal is overrated, and that the NHL has it in it for the Islanders because of a brave conspiracy theorist sharing that that sharing that with us. Then no, we we're all... not, no, we're not mentioning the I word, Speedy. We're not allowed to mention the I word. Then we all talked about. <laughs> then all we talked about was the Jets. They must... No J words either. <laughs> they must be wrong. Zach Wilson won Rookie of the Year when he was drafting. Have you not been paying attention? <laughs> don't piss that man off before he gets here. Please. You guys don't have to deal with it. I do. Please don't piss him off before he gets here. And I know yes, my ears we have are a, we have a, We have sources from Sacramento. From what? Uh, piss, <laughs> pissing off, I guess, the alleged uh, target, oh. audience, target audience. <laughs> well... He's done a pretty good job over the years himself. Anywho, um, yeah, so I'm actually looking at this trade deadline right now. Um, the standings in the NHL. Sorry, that's what I was doing while Speedy was eloquently describing a bunch of stuff that I wasn't paying attention to. Sorry, Speedy. So when you, we're just going to quickly do this, right? We're going to go up and down real quick, whether they should buy or sell. A lot of these are going to be obvious, but you never know. Uh, Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> They've been selling for years. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> <Just keep going. laughs> gave up their best player in about 10 years, I'd say, in Ekman Larson, and they still can't get it right. So, uh, Seattle. I mean, sell. They'll, they'll sell some. I mean, they're a, an expansion team, so they're not supposed to expect them to be good, but they'll still, well, still sell. They'll still sell people. some. Just... Probably Giordano just because he's older. I would even say Shane Gottmosphere would be a good get at this point. He hasn't played well in like three years. <laughs> no, he's playing well right now. I mean, I mean that's still. Could, oh, never mind. How never much of a fl- yeah? I, I, he hasn't. Can he get back? That'd be quite a rebirth to get back to what he was three, four Clayton years Keller ago. Keller would be a good get for a team. Yeah, the uh, Ch- Chitrin's the other main guy that's being dangled, but they have a couple. They have a couple young pieces that were supposed to be good, mm. but they haven't panned out. And now they've been traded elsewhere too. And the the Coyotes are always the kings of the retired player contracts, just to get those players, and then they still don't work. Yeah, and that's why Phil Kessel's name is going to be dangled. And for God's sakes, if that's the answer, Chris Drury, retire. No. Just just walk yeah. out of the building right now God. and just say, here. Here you go, Glenn Sather. I don't want this job anymore. And just leave. <laughs> Watch him go back to the Penguins after all that. Oh, Rookie of the Year is anonymous for the defensive side of the ball. Drum roll, please. Thank you, Speed. Uh, rookie of the Year defensively is Cowboys' Michael Parsons. Ooh. There you go, Jeff. You have your rookie of the year to go watch your season tickets there you go. for. There you go, Beeb. There you go, right there. Uh, the Blackhawks are interesting. They're an interesting group. Uh, obviously, they should sell. I would personally love Tyler Johnson or John Jonathan Taves. I think that'd be great. Mm. Or Jake McCabe. Jake McCabe would be nice. Yeah, he's always been underrated for a while. I wouldn't mind that either. His plus minus sucks. I don't know, but I don't know about Johnson, just with the money he's making right now, because the Rangers are they had the oh. the Rangers were right. We just had seven and a half million yesterday. Um, yeah, and like by the NHL math, they say like a million dollars a minute gets added at the deadline and some arithmetic. Right. So the Rangers have like thirty four million. I think that could be an interesting one if they don't get any of their main targets, but I think they're going to target other centers first. Right. Well, here's the biggest get, I think, at the trade deadline, and I think the Boston Bruins and Peng- – well, not the Penguins, but the Bruins need to make this call now. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is going to make somebody's team a either serious contender or a bubble team to a solid playoff team. 
Ben, you still think he's going back to the Penguins? Next year, not now. Uh-huh. Not now. It, it depends. Tristan Jari's playing well. I, I don't know if that's something they would do. Uh, then you got the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they, they have a lot of pieces they can sell offensively, especially. I, I was I was talking with you yesterday about one for the Rangers that made a lot of sense is, is Shifley, too. Get some center depth. I wouldn't even mind Kyle O'Connor. Kyle, mm-hmm. Connor. Kyle, Kyle Connor's been one of the most underrated 30-goal scorers in like recent memory. Or Pierre-Luc Dubois. Mm-hmm. He'd be great. He's injured right now. You'll, yeah, you'll have to, yeah, he's younger, so you'll probably have to trade a little more for that. But young center, why not finally build around one, please? Uh, Blake Wheeler's going to be there. Uh, I don't really want him. He's regressed and the last two God, years. And for God's sakes, can we finally get an, uh, Where in the world is Dustin Bufflin? What happened <laughs> to that guy? Yeah. Can someone find him? Maybe he's with Vitaly Kratzoff. Oh, 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 well, maybe. If he didn't kill him first. Um, so, yeah, then you got the Canucks. Who will eventually sell. But they right. probably think right now they're in the chase or everything like that. But they're really not. <laughs> they're not going to catch the Flames or the Blues. Because they got games in hand and they're points behind. So. Yeah. Which leads me to candidate A. Plus, plus, plus if you're the Rangers. J. Freaking T. Freaking Miller. Yep. Please. Well, How hard is this? You should have never traded him the first time. And now you have a redemption to get him back. Go get him. He should be a Ranger already. He should be a Ranger already. And I don't know if there's anyone else that... His pos- his possession metrics are very good this year, too, which the Rangers Tyler could definitely Myers. use. Tyler Myers. I-, I wouldn't mind Tyler Myers. I- a guy that's been bumped around to teams, maybe not a great culture guy, but I, I-, I-, I don't know. It could also be the teams he's going to, too. He doesn't exactly play for always and the greatest teams outside of when he was with Winnipeg. I like Oak still. Or Ole. <laughs> oh. Not Errol. Ole. Oh, really? That's, uh, uh, oh, no. It'd be awkward. <laughs> uh, Oliver Ekman Larson is who I'm trying to describe so for those of you who don't speak Jim and Reese, I'm sorry um, Luke Shen be nice too nice little defensive defensive hmm. defenseman yeah he might defensive, be a defensive defensive defenseman yeah he might be a, a, a decent enough like I'll never have an edible before I come on the show again <laughs> this is hard but Miller 53.7 face off Sky hey that'd be good then yeah. there's the Sharks who I Honestly, think they should buy at this point. I, I think this team's got enough talent where they can overcome their deficiencies. Let's see. So they are forty-eight point. They have forty-eight points right now. They are six behind the the Flames right now. Yeah, they might. Maybe it's like one deal they might be able to pull off as a as a steal because they have a lot of the. They're, they're another team that has a lot of money problems. Nick Benino. Ooh. Logan Couture. Thomas Hurdle. You know what? I would not mind Nick Benino because even though he's older. He's a great face-off guy. Good and playoff player. Good playoff player with the Penguins. And even with Nashville a couple uh, when he was there, uh, yeah. the one year, too, uh, 2018, 2019, one of those years, the team didn't play well, but he played well. But he also is one of the centers that can hit, too, which mm-hmm. I think that'll fit nicely with Gallant, too. Speaking of hits. And you probably wouldn't have to trade much for Benino. Actually, that'd be a sneaky good move if they could do something like that. Yeah, well, I hope Chris is listening. You're welcome. Here's another name for you. Mark Eduardo Vlasic. Yep. He'd be a good get for the Rangers. You want to talk about defensive defenseman, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. perfect guy. Absolutely. The Sharks need a goalie, so we'll leave that alone. (laughs) And then there's the firing everybody so they don't have to blame themselves, Edmonton Oilers, for being, guess what, the Edmonton Oilers. They are out looking in. They're going to be buyers, as Evander Kane's move certainly solidified. They're going to buy. 
what so, the hell so do they're going to trade? So they're going to trade. So they're going to trade. They're going to trade three first round picks for Giroux. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> I mean, actually, point, no, the Flyers probably aren't that smart. They'll, they'll trade. Uh, they'll trade three first round picks. Uh, no, Winnipeg's front office isn't that smart either. Uh, uh, they're saying Oscar Kleffbaum. Not. He's probably not coming back this year. No. Not that I would. Not that I would think. He'd be a good get too, because his his stock is only dropping by a lot. Cody Cece is a guy I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I always uh, liked Cody Cece. Duncan Keith. Another big contract, so they probably would wait on that. But leadership definitely helps with Duncan Keith. Oh, Kyle Turris still playing hockey. Yeah, he's wow. been bumped around so many different teams. I don't really want him at this point. And then of course there's. Uh, the Mike Trout of hockey, Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah, who's wanting out himself in certain instances, so who knows? <laughs> well, don't sign a 10-year deal there and go play for a winner. Uh, imagine he goes to Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. I'm gonna make Pittsburgh has the money for that. <laughs> you literally have, like, five contracts representing, like, 90% and of your salary cap if the Penguins now, did that. <laughs> now, I want to see how good your memory is. When the Rangers lost on opening night to the Dallas Stars, what did they say about the Dallas Stars? You said that they were better than people thought. And that they were going to be a borderline playoff team. Yep. They're the first team out of the playoffs. And, 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 they're four games back in the Flames. Uh, uh, Come on here. Four points, not games. What the (laughs) hell am I talking about? They're four points behind. Bye bye bye. Now here's the thing: if they sell, this thing's going to, this thing's going to kaputs real fast. But they got some talent here. There's a lot of talent. Jamie Ben, guy that's really cooled off. Tyler Sagan's a guy. Eh, I mean, I think Joe Pavelski at this point is probably the guy that everyone's going to call on. Right. Uh, Alexander Radulov has had stock before. Uh, Ryan Sutter's probably going to get moved. Yeah. I think they really they were trying to buy out his contract and they couldn't even do it. Like the dead cap was too much for them because the the stars have a lot of money invested in their top players too, right. and they got to pay uh, they got to pay their youngsters soon too. Heiskanen, Hints, guys like that. Well, actually, I want Heiskanen really bad. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, well, and then obviously Brand Holpe's a guy that might get moved to help out while Ben Bishop is uh, out on injury because Lord knows Jake uh, Ettinger. Oh well, good luck. Good luck, young sir. He's played well in a small sample though this year. He's just been in and out with uh he was in and out with injury, then they were trying Holtby because <laughs> because they have experience with uh, I guess the goalie coach there has experience with him from Washington or something like that. So they were trying him out in the beginning of the year, and then Ettinger got played, he got hurt, and now he's actually played decently. Here comes the controversial one, right? The Calgary Flames. Aren't they always? Now, I'm only saying this. Because everything points to him leaving, you got to trade Johnny Goodell. You cannot let him walk and get nothing. Do not be, don't shoot me, I word fans, do not be the Islanders. Do not let your franchise guy skate away and be like, oh, I thought we were going to sign him. No. You trade him and you get a young piece back that you have for the next three or four years. Who that guy is? I don't know. Minnesota could be a good team for that. They got a lot of nice young players and prospects. I don't know who 
I don't know who. I don't know if they would want to trade it in conference if they still think they can contend, but they, that would be probably the best team in terms of a contender that could give value because the Penguins, you said they need offensive depth. They really don't have a lot of young players to give up, though, unless they just want to give picks. Uh, Carolina, the Rangers, I guess they do, but I think the a team like Minnesota that is still young all at once might be a little more urgent for that kind of thing. Uh, Washington, I don't know if they have a lot of great young players they can give away. Colorado, Nashville. Nashville, I don't think has the money for it. Yeah, but yeah, I think Minnesota could make a lot of sense for that kind of thing. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But what they do need to do is they need to at least consider it. Because if you're not going to sign him at 28 years old, there's a team out on Long Island that would pay him a lot of money. Mm. The Islanders will fork over whatever this guy wants to play with Barzell. And no one in the league is keeping up with those two. The only one that could probably keep up with Barzell is Gaudreau. And vice versa. They're probably the fastest two skaters in hockey. Yes, and they don't wipe themselves out like Rick Nash does. Well, Rick Nash can barely stand up straight, so that's neither here nor there. And the rest of these, I think, are pretty much they're in. Uh, the Blues are the Blues are gonna hold on to Tarasenko, and they're gonna see how this goes. They're yeah, gonna, I think if they were to trade him, they would have traded him already. Yeah, they're gonna trade him in the off season. They're they're not trading right. him now. I mean, the guy's got forty points, and the team's well. I mean, they're closer to winning the division title than the play, the playing games or the wild card. Yeah, right? that division shuffles all the time. So they're in. The Ducks are in. The Kings are in. The Knights are in. The Wild are in. The Predators are in. And the, the Avalanche at this point are just running away with hockey. So Yeah, just because they get it done in the playoffs as a one seed. They're, they're kind of better as an underdog. Kind of like Nashville used to be, too. And then once they became the favorites, they haven't been as good in the playoffs. And just wait till McKinnon comes back. Mm-hmm. Just wait till Nathan McKinnon comes back, because then this team's going to be rocking and rolling again. Snuck says, if you are talking about the I-word team, see John Tavares as how to hand, how they handle talent. No I-words, Snugs. No I-words, please. I've been given the keys to this, and he'll blame me. Don't do that. No I-words, no R-words. Just talking hockey in general. There's no Islanders, there's no Rangers, there's no nothing. We're just talking hockey in general. Playoff teams, dreadline. Bada boom, bada bing. I've actually held on until this hockey conversation as long as I could. Uh, so we'll take a break in about 10 minutes. And then hopefully he's he'll be here for the basketball talk conversation. If not, he can call in like everybody else. Um, the Montreal Canadiens. Um, <laughs> in a serious note, before we do this. I'm so happy Montana St. Louis got a job as a head coach in this league. It's not even funny. Yep. Um, and I hope he does well. He picked a really tough spot, but hey, Carey Price is, you know, recovering from something much more serious than hockey. Right. Uh, Jake Allen has um, been a complete disappointment because I loved Jake Allen. I did too. At the I time. loved Jake Allen. Mm-hmm. Stood up for him a whole bunch. Uh, Shea Weber looks like he'll never play hockey in Montreal again. And then you look at the guys that got to trade, and it's not a lot. It's really not a lot. Uh, Brendan Gallagher is not going to get you much back. To fully, to fully might get you something. Christian Jovac, you got to build around or hope that he can find something. I like him, but he's too injury prone. He, he is very injury prone. Mike Hoffman, I mean, God forbid, played hockey. Um, he's basically the Tyler Myers of wings now. Becoming, <laughs> he's like bumping around all different teams. And then you got Jonathan Druin. Yeah. Uh, there's not much. There's really not much, and they're big contracts. They're not little ones. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. But uh, sell, obviously. 
Then there's you go from the Canadians, and now you get to the rest of the league because they're god all they're the worst team ever assembled, and that's. I mean, does this next team really count as part of the league too? Because they're better. Stop. I guess, but <laughs> still. Stop. I mean, they are paying Johnny Boychuk, so I I don't know. Maybe they're not. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers are next. I don't know. I, I'm looking around here. I don't think there's anyone they could sell really either. Because they got uh, so many Dolan. big contracts, too. Uh, Dolan, you build around. Psych, maybe? Mm. I, don't, I don't think that works either. No. Uh, Jack Quinn, you're holding on to. Kyle Poso, no one's going to give you anything <laughs> for Kyle Poso. Alex Tuck might not get you much back either. Yeah, he's had a he's had a downward trajectory. Tage Thompson, you got to build around? Yeah, he, he. I would let him develop more. He really hasn't gotten a fair shake with this coaching staff. Uh, Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner's going to get you something. Jeff Skinner can get you a draft pick. You would, you would hope. You just got to hope he becomes that kind of thing again. Kind of like we were mentioning with Gostish Bear. He, he's kind of on that weird trajectory of can you get the old Skinner, the Hurricane Skinner. All right. Uh, I don't think so. But that's the only thing the Sabres got. They're obviously sellers. Uh, no, no, well, it's... Man, this is a, a ton-time thing. The Ottawa Senators. They're probably just in a position to stay pat right now because most of their team is young. Yeah, I would agree with that. Unless you want to trade Shabbat. Uh, I mean, if you get a really big haul back, but it's hard to get a young defenseman that's that good like that. Well, if it gets you a young goaltender, I would certainly give it a shot. They have one in their system. I forget his name. Oh, they, ha- they have a good one in their system, though. And, yeah, that's really it. Stutzels, you're building around. Yep. To Chuck's a <laughs> god over there. Well, yeah, they got to pay him finally. Nah, god, they got no choice. They got no choice because there's a team over here that will. Then there's the Devils. <laughs> Let me just say, the fact that Ryan Reeves hasn't knocked out P.K. Subban yet is really making me angry, but that's fine. Uh, Jimmy Vesey's a name that a lot of guys are talking about at the deadline, just because, you know, he he does play well two-way hockey, and that's something that you need in the playoffs. Depth. Depth guy that can play both ways. And Errol's not here, so there's no sex joke to be made to that. It's just playing two ways. Thank God. <laughs> oh, Mackenzie Blackwood, you're building around. Uh, Damon Severson, Michael. I could see him being traded. Doug yeah, they're in the they're in the same spot as Montreal. There's a lot of big contracts that are going to be hard to move. Uh, Hersher, they're going to have to pay. Yeah, I don't know how much you're going to get for him. Because I mean, God forbid, you paid Jack Hughes already. So what the hell? Yeah, you, you got at this point. He, I, I don't know if there's a team that maybe thinks they can get his potential, even at least some of his potential. But still, it's going to be tough. Then there's a team that's going to impact. I think the deadline the most. Yep. This is the Philadelphia Flyers. They've got the most talent that could be dealt to any team at any given point in time. The goalies, you're not touching, right? Carter Hart is either god-awful or he's amazing. Right. There's no gray area there. <laughs> and you've got his clone, and maybe even father, Martin Jones, who's, again, either god-awful or doesn't allow a puck to go by him for two weeks. So you're not going after them. Ryan Ellis has played about six games this year. Uh, Your boy Ristolainen. <laughs> I would love Ristolainen. I would love him a lot. Now, the point is, 
what do you give up for him? Because he rests the line and I believe is under contract for this year and the following year. Right. And he's only 27 years old. And he hits. And he blocks shots. And he's got a hard slap shot. So, I, he's got value. He's definitely got value. Now, the problem is he's a right-handed defenseman. The Rangers don't need another top-end contract at a right-hand defenseman spot. You know who would love to have him? And I'm not just saying this because the I word needs to be mentioned anymore. He would be a perfect fit for the Islanders. You put him right next to Noah Dobson, and uh-oh. Uh, I heard the I word. He's here. <laughs> no, you said you said a player on their team, so uh, now he has to come yeah. in. He came in Justin in perfect Braun. timing. Justin Braun's the perfect example. Yeah. Keith Yandel can get moved. <laughs> you, no, you laugh, but Keith Yandel can No, I know, but please, no. <laughs> no, not for us. I'm just saying for them. Keith Yandel can go get you something. Maybe he'll go back to Florida. <laughs> I think Cam Atkinson's going to be a good get for a team. Cam Atkinson could be a beautiful – is he staring at me? I can't move my neck. No, he, he just closed the door. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Derek Broussard, I mentioned, the Rangers should look into. The big name is Claude Giroux. That's the biggest name you're going to get. Who I would like, it's just a matter of is Philly going to trade their like franchise icon guy of the last decade to the Rangers. <laughs> and then there's the most controversial name they have, and James Van Riemsdyk. Yeah, I don't really want him at this point. I, I don't even know if he's going to move. I don't think anyone wants him. Yeah. Then there's the biggest players in the market. There's the Islanders, right? They should buy. I think so, too. They should buy. The problem is you're going to have to buy by acting like sellers. I don't know how that would work. It's a strategic trade type thing. They're not going to be – I don't think they're going to be over-aggressive. They're going to try to make a good deal. Maybe two players of offensive depth worthiness because they need a lot more than just we thought the one that they needed at the start of the season. They're going to probably go for like two like value deals, I would imagine, because Lamorello is very smart like that. You don't need a center. No. You just need, you really just need a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Palmieri's hurt, so I don't know you're going to get anything for him. And Zach Parisi to me, has got to be the guy you kind of swap. To get I don't know. Some... I, I, see, I think they're going to stick to just doing the young guys, unless Parise goes back to like Minnesota or something as a nostalgia thing. Or I don't know. <laughs> Anders Lee's a guy they should explore. I don't think anyone's going to really want Parise. Well, I think I think the Islanders will buy. It's Josh just... Bailey's a name. That I would consider. They might package him, but he's not going to be the main focal point of a deal with the way he's played. He hasn't been up to par this year. Same with Beauvillier, too. The same kind of thing. He's actually been benched in certain games this year. Well, they need to do something because Sorokin's literally out there by himself protecting the whole island from slap shots, and the team is just yes. looking at him going, are you done? <laughs> yep. And then there's the Columbus Blue Jackets. I, 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 They're another one probably just stay pat, I would imagine. No, they got to sell. You got to sell at this point. The division you're in is the best division in hockey. It's been the best division in hockey now, I'd say, for about a decade. You need to start really packing some guys up here. Uh, Nyquist, goodbye. Okay. Voracek, uh, sure. who just had, actually had a game winner tonight. They came back and beat the Sabres. The Sabres <laughs> were up 3-1. Nice shot, Buffalo. Nice. <laughs> they, they lost 4-3 in overtime. Um, now you've been downgraded from half a hockey team to a third. Boone, Gen- I mean, a oh, Boone Jenner, yeah, yeah. Boone I, Jenner's going to get you something back. He's not. That's somebody I wouldn't mind for the he's Rangers. He's not going to give yeah. you stats, but he's going to give you everything else. Yeah. Um, uh, we've mentioned this privately. Morinsky. Uh Oliver uh, Borkstrand is a guy I'd love the Rangers to get. Patrick Lane is going to be a guy they build around. That's why they made the trade in the first place. 
Zach Wierniewski is the guy you've wanted for four uh, years. I, we, yeah, him and Adam Fox together would be freaking amazing, but that'll never happen. That's too. It's very pricey, so they're going to have to move some other money Adam to make Pete's that kind of thing good. work. And their goalie, uh, Elvis Merzlikens. Merzlikens is uh, Verlikens, as in very good. And the Blue Jackets got to sell here. Start really just getting some draft capital, refill your freaking prospects, and on the shoot you should go. And then there's the Red Wings. Um, I, Another I team know. with a lot of bad contracts. I, I don't know. Nick Letty's getting paid. Stahl's getting paid. <laughs> the Moran's New York, getting paid. The New York defense retirement home. Is there any word on if Dylan Larkin wants to be there? He says, as of right now, he does. But I mean, that could change within any moment. One off season, he want wants out. Then he's then he's good. Who's leaving first, Bertuzzi or him? Whose contract is up first? Do you know that? Not sure off the top of my head, but I don't, I don't know how much. One of those two <laughs> needs to get traded because neither one of them are going to stay. You might lose both. Neither one of them are going to want to play without the other. And to me, Bertuzzi has one more year. Let's see, Larkin has. So then Bertuzzi, you keep for the next trade deadline in hopes that maybe your team can be better. But I think Larkin's up. Is this his deal? Uh, Larkin, no, Larkin has one more year after this. Larkin has one more year after this. Yeah, Larkin. They're both up at the same time. Larkin has one more year. Bertuzzi's. Uh, Bertuzzi, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're both up at the same time. Yeah, you need to sig- you need to sit down and really figure out where they are, because if you lose either one of them, the other one becomes very disgruntled because now you're really going backwards, and God forbid you lose both. Now you're really up shit's creek with no paddle. You need you cannot lose both players for nothing. All right, uh, Errol is back, so we're going to go to a quick break. But before I do, before we do that, uh, Slick says, "If you want, to, uh, uh, can I talk about the Bylanders and get away with that? I have it on good authority that I only say stupid things, so you should be okay. Yeah. Is it worse to say is it worse to say Bylanders or Flyers? And how does Columbus Flyers, flyers is definitely a more offensive word? <laughs> and how does Columbus even have an NHL team still? Their attendance is good." Columbus has Columbus has good fans. Hey, Stuck, they have a cannon in their own stadium. I mean, the problem with Columbus, honestly, is the division they're in. If they went in any other division, they'd be much more successful. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Your tormentor with me is over. I'm going to go back to that side of the desk now and not talk for the next two hours. Uh, Errol Marks is going to come in, and then we'll talk about the trade deadline. And again, the Super Bowl is on Sunday, and uh, SoFi Stadium, seven o'clock. When, when's the game start? Six thirty. No, that's coverage. When does the game start? No, I thought it was 6.30. The game will not start at 6.30. But anyway, we'll be right back with more Sports Loudmouths. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Sports Loudmouths. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, this is the Sports Loudmouths. I'm your host. Errol Marks, my co-host, Speedy Petey, and Tyler Harrison. Yes, I, oh, didn't, I didn't attack you on that one. Well, maybe I'm having a decent day. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have what he's having, Bob, for 100. <laughs> well, 
Uh, you can call us at 631-672-3108. Go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. Download our app by going to iOS, WWSRN, or Android Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I was listening to the show on the way here. I, I heard a lot of hockey. There was a lot of hockey all over the place. I don't so. want to talk about the basketball stuff without you. I know you're excited. Well, I don't know about exciting. And I, I, I was pretty right about the James Harden thing. Yes, you were. I, I, there was just something about today that just didn't make any sense to me. And, and, and as the day went by, I, I knew at one point we're going to hear this James Harden trade eventually nail and get nailed down to the table. And, and I'll say this, and I know a lot of James Harden fans are sitting here and they're calling him a loser and, and all the other stuff that I've heard all over social media today. Both players, that the two main sources, the two main players in this trade – are both losers. Ben Simmons hasn't won anything with the 76ers. He's been one of the worst players in the playoffs, especially at his position we've ever seen. The guy can't hit a shot. Uh, I, I think the last time he hit a three-point shot. Two take a shot? I think the last time he hit a three-point shot in the playoffs was like, I, I don't even remember the last time he hit a three-point shot in the playoffs. So I, I know. And, and then James Harden, we all know the debacle of a player he is with the Houston Rockets and now coming to the Brooklyn Nets last year. Couldn't stay healthy. Really wasn't a big part of that run all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. It really, it really was all Kevin Durant and nobody else, and that was a big problem. But I think the main reason why main reason why he wanted to be out of there is really Kyrie Irving, and I'm not surprised because when Kyrie Irving decided to pick the Brooklyn Nets and not the New York Knicks, everybody knows the story. He grew up a Nets fan. Um, he drew Kevin Durant to leave Golden State and come over here to Brooklyn and try to win a championship uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. There was no James Harden in the search. There was no James Harden in the conversation. James Harden came a year after that, and that really was, uh, you know, him and Kevin Durant training in the offseason with uh, Carmelo Anthony in New York, and James Harden says, what would it be like if we actually played and and joined forces again and play with Kyrie Irving? Well, it it didn't – when they were on the court, they were 13-3 and together. Yes. But they only played 16 games in practically a year and a half together. What does that tell you about these players? They don't stay healthy. And and I'll say this. James Harden is still a fantastic player. He's still a sensational player. He still could he's still averaging I think 23 10 and 8 or something like that. I mean he's a he's a triple double almost every single night. So but he's still shooting 41%. Yeah, well, a lot of players are shooting 41%. Same thing with Julius Randle. Last year he was shooting close to 50. This year he's shooting 41%. Maybe he's having an off season. Who knows? Maybe he didn't want to play with the Brooklyn Nets. Maybe uh, going into the off season, I mean, hanging out with Kanye West uh, opened up his eyes with those ugly boots that he's wearing and he's selling. I have no idea. Okay? He's wearing them too. <laughs> they all are wearing them now. They're hideous, but... I, they look I, like old woman rain boots. They're, they're Cam rain. Newton and Russell Westbrook will be next. <laughs> well, Russell Westbrook has already worn them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, but nevertheless, I, I mean, was I surprised with this trade? I thought, well, Jeff called me and he asked me, he asked me, what did you see that trade? And I said, yeah. He says, don't you think, uh, don't you think that the 76ers gave up too much? I said, why would you think that? They, they gave up. James Harden and Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap, even though he's a veteran player, he's still a good player, and he's still good. He's good in the playoffs. He's a, he's a great rebounder, and he can put he can give you points off the bench, and, and and he's a good defender. 
You look at the players that they gave up. Yeah, they gave up Steph Curry, a Seth Curry. He's a good three-point shooter. He's a decent defensive player. Uh, obviously, James Harden was the big name in that trade. Uh, they gave up Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is a washed-up big man. He is you not say that. I, I think it's horrible, all right? But what he brings to the table you need in the playoffs. What's there's that? No, there's not many people in the league that will out-rebound you, that man. Did you see him in the playoffs last year? He might be rejuvenated now. You only need him for one run. He's horrible, man. He's he can't horrible. score. He can LeBron do James well. didn't even want him on the court, okay? That's how well, bad he is. He's He can't score. LeBron James is showing us, again, why he's a terrible GM. Well, I, I mean, he brought the veteran players. It didn't work. It hasn't worked. And they tried to trade Russell Westbrook. It didn't work. Uh, there was nothing that they can trade him for that really remotely adds up to what Russ could probably give you as, as the John season Ball progresses. John Wall and LeBron won't have worked either. No, and that's why they didn't trade him. And I, I still think Russ has some you know, gas in the tank. And I still think that this L.A. Laker team could be very dangerous if they sneak into the playoffs. And I believe they will sneak into the playoffs. Don't but, be surprised they buy him out. I'm sorry. Don't be surprised if the Lakers buy no, out. Russ. They can't. You're gonna you're gonna give him two years. These two years left on that contract. You're 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 paying him. You want to be stuck with those two years? You're paying him like eighty mil, eighty million dollars. Yes, absolutely. Russell Westbrook. He's having an off season, but I have a I have a real I have a real feeling that Russell Westbrook hasn't played at his full potential this year. And no, I, I agree with you. I love Russ. I'm saying for the Lakers though, you really can't pay him, mm. and. It really looks as if Anthony Davis and LeBron don't want to play with him either. I don't think Anthony Davis wants to be with the Lakers anymore. That's no. what I think. That's the LeBron effect, but everyone I, says I I'm know, crazy about that. I don't that. know if it has anything to do with LeBron. I think I think he made a you know he made a distinct decision that he wanted to win more titles, and he thought that going with LeBron James it was going to bring him multiple titles. And and LeBron James. Let's be honest. LeBron's having a, one of his best years. He's been sensational all season. When he plays. Uh, he's, he, if you were to look at his numbers right now and compare and contrast his numbers, the only two players that I would pick in front of him right now is Jokic and uh, Embiid. Those are the only two players Giannis. that have played. No, he's played better than Giannis. He's played better than Giannis this year. Giannis is having a good season, but uh, if you would ask me who's having a better season, Giannis or LeBron, LeBron's having a better season. He really is. Um, but all in all, you, you, you look at – this trade, and, and they give up two first-round draft picks. Here's the problem. They're, they're, the picks are obviously not protected. And and another thing is the 76ers are not – they're a good team. The 76ers are a good team. Those picks are going to be in the 20s, the late 20s, 28, 27. Right. Are they really that big of a deal that they gave up their first-round draft picks and for the next the two years? And the top five picks in the draft. These NBA draft picks are shooting in a barrel. I, I, I mean, you're you're, you're really uh, you know spitting out a wall and hoping it lands. You know what I mean? It's, what? it's you're spitting out a wall and hoping it lands. You know. All right. Anyways, uh, you look at this trade. I I do believe the 76ers won this trade. I really do. Really? Yes, absolutely. Really? Yes, because I think James. Listen, look at what look at what the 76ers are doing right now. It without. Ben sure. Simmons, right? Without Ben Simmons, right now they're they're like the fourth or fifth seed, right? The, the 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 Brooklyn Nets, they had Ben Simmons. Right now they're the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. They were right. the number one seed, right? And they well, fell. They lost eight games in a row. Yes, they have. And and James Harden didn't want to be there. He faked right. his injury. Everybody knows he faked that injury. He he had no hamstring problems. We we all know he, there was nothing wrong with his leg. He didn't want to be there anymore. And the fact that Sean Marks 
sat there and said that he wants to he wants to be with the Nets for the long haul. He wants to be in it. What a crock of you know what. Well, they had and Sean value. Marks, if this team doesn't win this year, he should be fired. He will. He'll probably he'll step down. He should be fired because you brought in James way, Harden. You did. Is. Now everybody thinks. Well, he made up for what he did trading all those pieces away. No, he didn't. He got two first round, two late first round draft picks from Philadelphia. You brought in Ben Simmons. Is he is he better than uh, James Harden? He's not even close to as good as James Harden. Let's be honest. Now he adds defense, something that the Nets need. Perimeter defense. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, and he can rebound. He's a great offensive rebounder. But is he James Harden? Let's be honest. He's not even close, okay? And then you look at the other players. Yeah, Seth Curry, nice kid, nice player, could shoot the three. Great. They've got a lot of shooters, the Nets. They got Joe Harris, who's been horrible this year. He hasn't played. I'm just saying, when he did play, he was horrible, all right? So you're adding now, as far as as where the, the Nets are going, the Nets would be lucky that they're going to make the playoffs this year. It's an embarrassment. And Kevin Durant's still two weeks away from coming back. So you have to depend right now. Kyrie Irving, for, and he doesn't play the home games. He's got to play the away games. And then you have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons being your lead guy when you're away. I mean, to me, and Ben Simmons hasn't played in almost all in almost like 80 or 90 games. So yeah. so now you're, you're bringing in a cold guy. He's got to figure things out. He's not a good shooter. He's, he's, he's a... He's not a good perimeter player. He's got to get to the hole. And, and, and right now, uh, honestly, he he's going to be your point guard uh, when Steph when Kyrie Irving isn't playing. What? So he, I understand why people are like uh, attacking a guy like James Harden because James Harden was supposed to be there to win championships, and James Harden bailed out to go to the 76ers. sixers. And and to me. Uh, are the 76ers a favor to come out of the Eastern Conference now? I believe they are. I believe really? they are. Absolutely. Because I James Harden's going to give you 20, 23, 24 points. It will take some points away from Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid has really not had and, – and Harris has had a horrible season. He, he has not been good. All right? They needed that other scorer to help Joel Embiid, to take the pressure off of Joel Embiid. Now they got him. And he can play the point position. You could put him at well, the that's two position. Help Harris too. And it's also going to draw up fouls. Something. Do you know that the 76ers are, they draw the, I think they're amongst the league's worst at drawing fouls. So. Yes, and James Harden's the king of drawing fluky fouls. Yes. So. <laughs> well, I, that I, rule change doesn't help him either. I mean, when you look at this trade, I think it benefits the 76ers more than it does the Nets. Now, if Kevin Durant comes back. Uh, Kevin Durant really changes the the whole process of that team. He, he's he's that good of a player, and I, and it's funny. Kevin Durant's out, and now all of a sudden, James Harden wanted to be traded. It, it, it's it's not it, it's not a coincidence that this was going on. And and Kyrie Irving doesn't get along with a lot of people. We all know that. I bet you it was Kyrie Irving that pushed him out of there. Well, Kyrie Irving was very excited when he found out that James Harden had been traded. Sure. Yeah, and he wants to play with Ben Simmons. That's great. Happy Happy New Year with that. Okay. But here's the thing. Ben Simmons is going to have to be a changed player. He's going to have to learn how to shoot. Because if if he doesn't, this team is going to have a problem putting the ball in the net now. Because when you have a powerhouse superstar team with shooters like James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, you one guy's on, the other two guys are – I mean, one two guys are on, one guy's off. It doesn't matter. You're going to get the 50, 60 points that you need, and the other players can give you 10, 15, 14, 12 – and if they get 100, 110 points, they're more than likely going to win, okay? 
Right now, Ben Simmons, if you're lucky, is going to give you 13, 14 points. He's going to give you 10 rebounds, more than likely, and he'll probably give you about around four or five assists. Uh, are those numbers good enough? Are those numbers comparable to James Harden? They're not even close. So, yeah. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. So, James Harden, the only thing that ben- they benefit off this is Ben Simmons is an otherworldly defensive player. He is one of the best defensive players in the league. So, does this help this, def- this defense? Absolutely. You put, you put Ben Simmons on the Greek freak. He could stop him. You put him on... Any one of those guys, LeBron, you put LeBron Ross, he's not going to stop them, but he'll contain them. He'll contain them from scoring the way they usually score. So that part is good, but if you're not getting any offense from that, Tyler, I it's going to be really, really hard for this team to go further uh, in the playoffs this year, especially with Kyrie Irving not playing home games. You're right. You've net, The Kyrie thing is a different conversation. I think the Nets are just going to... Fork over the fine money. It's ironic that you're sitting here telling me that Ben Simmons is a cancer to Brooklyn, but James Harden's going to go to Philly and be a saint. I didn't say he was. Uh, first of all, now, I didn't say only, Ben Simmons is a cancer. I don't think he's he's as good as James Harden. He's not even close. He, he fits better with Kyrie and KD than Harden really? will. I, I think so. I disagree because KD and Harden. I mean, KD, Harden, and Kyrie want their shots. KD and Kyrie need the ball in their hand. Ben Simmons does not want to shoot. Ben Simmons will literally drive to the lane and look at KD and Kyrie and give them their shots. That will help this team. His defense, we, you talked about already, his playmaking ability is better than I think James Harden's. Now, here's the other thing. I disagree. James Harden averages a ten assi- almost 10 assists a game. Sure. And, and, and Ben Simmons' Passing career to- is 7. That's- 6. I mean, that's, that's well, a huge difference. A sure. huge difference. Sure. Harden has also got more guys to pass to in recent years, but that's fine. What I'm telling you now is James Harden's going to Philly, where a guy, he's not hes not the uh, Batman on this team, he's Robin. Joel Embiid right now is the better player than James Harden. Of course, Harden. And James Harden knows that. Does he? Yes, he does. Yes, because he does. in Houston, he didn't realize that Chris Paul should have led the reins. Joel Embiid. He refused to let Chris Joel Paul Embiid do it. Joel Embiid recruited him. He recruited him. Because he's sick of Ben Simmons. What you're talking about is you're talking about Embiid so happy to get rid of his problem and KD so happy to get rid of his problem that they're so relieved they got rid of each other's problems they don't even realize the problem they're now taking on themselves. I, I don't think Kevin Durant had a problem with James Harden. Oh, he absolutely had a problem with James Harden. You didn't see his uh, all-star draft things? So what? That, he I literally, listen, you can say whatever you want, but um, uh, what the hell? Who was the pick before him? Rudy Gobert? is not the caliber player James Harden is. And Kevin Durant picked him over James Harden pretty pretty obviously. So what does that mean? Does that it make means him... I don't want to I didn't like you. I don't like you now and now I don't have to pretend Kevin to Durant like you. Kevin Durant wanted James Harden. <laughs> Kevin Durant wanted James Harden to come to the team. Why he, do you think he might have wanted him at first? Absolutely. They are now no longer feeling that way. Well, I I I disagree. And I don't think that had anything I bet you to do another thing. I bet you Kevin Durant went to Sean Marks and said, "Listen, you can trade him, but do not trade Kyrie. You're not trading Kyrie. Kyrie if you was trade never, Harden, that's fine. They were never trading not. Kyrie. First of all, nobody would take Kyrie. That's uh, not true. Nobody would take Kyrie right now with the situation the way it is. Nobody was taking him. And, and, and again, uh, I, I, don't, I do not think that Ben Simmons, this trade for Ben Simmons, 
was, you know, it benefited the Nets. I think it absolutely benefited James Harden and the 76ers. And James Harden's going to make the 76ers that much better. I don't know. Tyrese Maxey might not like him either. Mm. James Harden has a problem with his run mates. I don't know why. Mm. It's just been a thing. Ben says Sean White finished fourth in snowboarding in the Olympics, misses the podium for his last career event. I, I, I didn't think James White was going – I mean, Sean White was going to make it. I really didn't. And, and Sean White, highly overrated, and I'm not a big fan of his. He's got a big mouth, and he needs to sh- learn how to shut it. That, Nets, Austral- that Australian guy is really good, though. The, the Nets did not win the trade, Nithin. I, I Nithin, I, 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 listen to me. I agree. What, what makes them win the trade? Let, let's, let's compare and contrast. Is James Harden better than Ben Simmons? Speedy? Yes. I agree. Okay. Now, now you put uh, – I disagree, but we'll Now go. you have um, Seth Curry. And Andre Drummond and the two first-round draft picks that are going to be late and they're probably never going to use because they'll probably trade them out or trade them away, okay? So let's just play Andre Drummond. Now with now that we know Ben Simmons and James now you add a little bit of James Harden to um, uh, what's more Curry? Curry. Uh, no, no, the, uh, the other guy that they got, um, the, the 76ers got. Um, oh, Melsap. Melsap. Melsap and the Nets basically told each other, I won't employ you anymore, and I don't want to play here anymore. Because he didn't he play agreed to a buyout in November. Yeah, I, I understand that. But Paul Millsap's a good player. He is a very good player. And you're putting him on a team right now that needs the defense. You well, could you right. can you could put him on the bench. You could take him off the bench on your second team, and he's right. going to give you points off the bench, and he's right. going to play. He's going to be your anchor in your secondhand defense. I I, I like Paul Millsap. I with do Ste- too. With I Seth, don't know if he's that much better than Drummond. Uh, I think Dr- it's a different skill set yeah. than Drummond, though. The Nets needed Drummond because they need size and they need rebounding. Right. right. Yeah, but here's the thing: Dr- Drummond's not going to give you offense, and they're going to need that too. Okay, so they lost a guy that's giving you 23, 24 points a game. They don't have that anymore. Ben Simmons will be lucky. Ben Simmons will be lucky right now coming back from all this time being off. Ben Simmons will be lucky that he averages 10 points a game. And that's not going to do it. Even with Kyrie Irving giving you 35 like the other day, they still didn't win. But with Kyrie and KD, you're not going to need Ben Simmons to do Kyrie's not playing in every game. He's not playing the home game. You have to account for that, though. They're going to play road games. They don't have home games left. Ben Simmons is going to play with Kyrie. Snug says that's a train wreck trade. It's one headache for another. Ben Simmons is a scratch mini golfer, though. He's thinking about going pro. I love Kyrie. He's a traveling circus by himself. It's always a good time. It's because the earth is flat. If he was round, there would be less injuries in general. He's probably right on that. I'm wearing some Kanye boots myself there, Austin. Andre Drummond just celebrated his 451st birthday. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal if Westbrook can swing it. Anthony Davis to the Kings. One is a semi-fake first-round pick if it'll expire and turn into a second-round pick in $2 million cash. Sean Marks, cousin of Earl Marks. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry is not MVP caliber like his brother. Yes, we know that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the only I don't thing... know why everybody thinks Seth, Seth Curry is shooting over 40% at the three. Oh, who cares? How many He's three... a nice bench player. How many three-pointers Seth... does he shoot a game? Brother. How you know many three-pointers does he shoot a game? The I'm, combination honestly. of Ben Simmons and Seth Curry will outweigh the production of James Harden. No way. Yes way. No way. James Harden is not as nearly efficient as you give him credit to be. It James, also would depend on how many minutes James Harden, Seth would get. Though. James Harden will Seth, score more Seth's than going to get a lot. James Harden scored. Patty Mills name somebody else. James Harden scoring twenty three points a game for the Nets. Now he's going with Joel Embiid. He's going to average even more points no. over there. Absolutely. James Harden will absolutely have to realize. When Embiid wants the ball, Embiid gets the ball. So that's fine. And who do you think is going to pass on the ball? The same guy that's getting 11 assists a game. Okay? Just, so Hold it, on. Yeah. I agree with you. But 
Joel Embiid's going to make the right choice. So if Harris is open, then Harris is shooting. If Chrome Vans, Chrome Van, Coron, Nithin, you don't have to come on right now to argue your point. Because honestly, there, there's nothing that you can sell to me right now that the Nets won that trade. They didn't win that trade. They gave up the the, the, the fact that they got those two late first round draft picks for the amount of draft picks I don't they gave. Care about the draft picks. The, look at the draft picks they gave up for James Harden to get James Harden. Look at the players they gave up well, they to lost. get James. Yeah, of course they did. They get, and they two of them went to the Cavaliers now. Now Karis LeVert's with the Cavaliers. Okay? No, that's a steal. To me, that's a steal to, me, to me, right now, Sean Marks should be smacking himself in the forehead. He might because be. He should because he's going to lose his job at the I end of the season. I bet you shaved his beard, too. He needs to do more than that. Maybe he needs to get his, you know, Speedy's dog to shove his dog in his ass or something. Oh, and the joke I mean, seriously, start. maybe he needs to lick his ass or something like that. Oh, because boy. Something needs to be drained on, uh, you know, on what he did. This is terrible. Suck says the only thing Ben Simmons is good at is being a pain in the ass and cashing checks. Well, Daryl Morey has well, something. Not, a li- actually, he's being fun. He's losing money. Well, Daryl Morey has something a little something to do with the running beard. Well, Harden plays zero defense versus Simmons, who only plays defense. Steph Curry does a great job on subway commercials. Yeah. Gobert is a pretty mean rim protector. Yeah. Uh, Sucks, he's said, probably the best rim protector. Five, in the NBA. yeah. Five years, five years ago, Millsap was pretty good. Uh, Nathan says Nets improved defense and shooting. Stark says yes. Speedy said skill set. Hold on, Yay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, besides Ben Simmons, really, it's, and Seth Curry's a decent defender. He's not a great defender. How did they improve their defense? Let, let's see. They're both this. better than Harden defensively. Uh, that's fine. And Harden, you're losing a tremendous amount of offense taking him on. You're not how? getting it. how. Let's see. Let's go. Harden here. averages twenty one. You said right twenty two twenty two point five. Twenty two point four. Twenty three. Round up to twenty three. Even yeah, twenty three. Yes. Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons gives you fifteen, he's not getting fifteen. Especially missing. Seth, him all Seth Curry has to do is give you eight points. Uh, and Seth Curry's not even going to play a lot. He's going to play. No, they're not. Well, it would depend on the role and how quickly he adapts. Because yeah, as, as he mentioned, Harris is struggling this year for his standard. So he might take on that kind of role Harris once he gets used to the yet. system. When Katie Harris, um, who the hell are we just Seth talking Curry about? was an add-on. Seth Seth Patty Curry, Mills. Seth Curry was an add-on. They'll probably drop him uh, and put him on waivers. One of those guys are going to go on waivers. Andre Drummond could go on waivers. Maybe you know what I mean. That's what I've been hearing. They might put him on waivers. So uh, again, I, I I just think that when you look at Sean Marks and what they gave up for a guy like James Harden, and you expected him to sign the extension. You expected him to be there for another three, four years. I expected him, at oh. one point, to be there longer than all of them. Well, Kyrie he, Irving? He opted in, you know. Uh, I'm sorry? Harden, he will be yeah. back next year. Uh, what do you mean? Like, he opted into his Hill. players' contract. Yes. Which made sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was no, I, I know. I didn't know. If of, he... course, of course he did. And, 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 I, I, and I do believe they're going to extend him anyways. Just because he opted in, I, I still think Philadelphia will opt. Uh, They'll give him. A, they'll give him an extension to that. So, and and I think James Harden will be a 76er for the rest of his career. And James Harden's still fairly young. He's thirty one years so. old. He's thirty one years old. He's for a shooter. He's still going to be a player that it, you're going to get enough points and enough. He's not Russell Westbrook. That's the difference. Russell Westbrook predominantly plays his game with speed and getting to the hole. He's not a good shooter. James Harden is a good shooter. So. Uh, with James Harden, you make make sounds all you want. No, you, I, I'm talking about uh, doing something different here. James Harden could shoot the ball. So being that he's a shooter, he's going to last longer in the NBA than a Russell Westbrook. So, I, I, again, 
I, I, and that's, by the way, I was very, I was very happy there. I heard Chris Stapps Porzingis got traded to Washington. <laughs> I mean, isn't it ironic? That's why I laughed. Actually, <laughs> isn't it ironic that uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis finally gets put in a place that he wanted to be? He wants to be in a place where he's the number one guy, but he's not even the number one guy. Well, Bradley Beal will be gone next year, so he will be the number one guy. Let's see how good Chris Stapps Porzingis is when he's the number one guy for his own team. Because let's be honest, ever since he left the Knicks, he's not been anywhere. He's been a shade of himself. The Wizards are now the new uh, drafting or drafting and stashing international big men team. The, the between Porzingis, uh, Hachimura, and the kid, the, the Turkish kid they drafted last year after the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin. Uh, I think that was the Israeli kid. Didn't yeah, or, yeah, Israeli. Israeli. Yeah, kid. the kid they drafted after the Knicks drafted Toppin. Who was I, I, I still think he's going to be good. The Israeli kid. He's a good shooter. He just needs to figure things out. He's still very young. I mean, like he's twenty one years old, but. I, I, again, uh, when you look at these trades today, uh, the, the there are a lot of interesting ones. I, I, the um, spe- sending Spencer Dinwiddie, I think that's a great move for Dallas. I really mm-hmm. do because it gives you a, a per- perimeter presence that could shoot shoot the three and also play your points because there were rumors that they're not bringing back what's his name Brunson. again Brunson. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. He's going to go elsewhere. So, well, they want to bring him back. The goal is to bring them all back. They're not bringing back Brunson. Brunson's not not going back to them next. It year. depends I, on how much money they can I shed. Read, so, a Porzingis move Dallas is a good believes, step for that. Dallas believes that they are going to bring him back. All right. Well, I, I I'll tell you this. He wants to play in New York, so I won't be surprised if he goes to the Knicks. Okay. So, uh, and the Knicks have the money to get him. So, it, it, to me. I I don't know if I want Brunson because Brunson's not that that player that the Knicks need. But no, yes, he is. Nah, they, oh, he's who, he's a bench point. Who's a better guard. point guard for the Knicks right now? He's a bench point guard. He's going to give better you better than everyone the Knicks. That's fine, has. but he's not a, he's not you, he's not going to turn into the superstar you need to get you where you need to go. And the Knicks need that they they if they're going to give away salary, they have to find the guy that's going to be that star. Because Julius Randle is going to be gone, they're going to have to move him. And with Julius Randle under contract, they're going to have to trade for other big contracts. So they're going to have to find the right guys to fit the culture of this team moving forward. So You, you want his stats real fast? Who? Brunson. I know what he has. He's averaging 16 points a game. Um, I think he's averaging six assists. Five and a half, six, yes. Yeah, six assists and what is it? Four rebounds. Four rebounds. That, but th- he's shooting 50%, 81 from free throw, and 35% from three. It, it's very easy to shoot 50% when Luka Doncic is on your team. Okay, so but him going to the Knicks is a building block. You don't have a point guard. I understand that, but I, if if you were the Knicks, do you draft a point guard? And that's what I think the Knicks are going to do this year. They're going to draft a point guard, and they got to decide what they're doing with Julius Randle. And if they do trade Julius Randle, who are they going to trade him for? And what are you going to bring in to help out? Because you want to see what Obi Toppin is. You want to see what these players are, these young players, and you don't want to take the positions away from the Grimes, the McBrides. They've been doing that all year. You put your hand over your head. I don't know no, why you're I'm doing. Not. It's my neck. I, it has I, nothing to do with you. Um, the the, the thought is is that you want to see these young players develop. And Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau could be fired at the end of the season. I, I that would really be a great be, mistake. I don't know if it will. because And I like Tom. And I was the one that who really – you, you vouch for him. I vouch for him. Here's what I think. I think they should bring in – what's his name again? He used to coach the Nets. Atkinson. I, I think Kenny Atkinson. That's funny. That's who I wanted at the time too. I, I and Thibodeau Kenny, was my number two. Kenny Atkinson works very, very good with young players. And right now, he, he came from the Knicks. He came from the long, you know, long Island area. 
I think Kenny Atkinson for Tom Thibodeau with the young players. Kenny Atkinson's going to get the most out of the young players, and he's going to play the younger players. He's not going to play the veteran players. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Kenny Atkinson is available. Yep. So uh, if – Unless he's the future Clippers head coach if they fire Tyrod no, Lue. But no, they're not going We know the Clippers aren't necessarily smart enough to do no, that. No, they're not going <laughs> to fire Tyrod Lue. They might fire Tyrod I don't think they will. Uh, especially they with should, the, but no. <laughs> uh, with the injuries that they're dealing with, they're not going to blame that on Tyron Lue this year. Um, Nithin, but, uh, Nithin says the Knicks should go after Miles Turler, Turner and Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Snoke says Luca to the Miles Sacramento Turner. Kings. And yeah, Ben it, says uh, excited for Ibaka to the Bucks for defense. Yes. Yeah, but here's that's the a thing. great get. I think that's the best move anyone's made all day. Oh, who? Ibaka to the Bucks? Serge Ibaka to the Bucks. Yeah. I don't know about that. And, I like Serge Ibaka, too, but he's, it's not the same Serge Ibaka that came from OKC. It's not the same Serge Ibaka that won a championship with Toronto. This is an older Serge Ibaka. So is he 31, 32? No, he's like 33, and, 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 and his body's beat up. He's a beat-up right. player. But he's not going to start. He's no, he's, he's, yeah, he's going to give you rebounding. But listen, I don't think they need a lot of rebound. They're a very good rebounding team as it is, and Serge Ibaka's Bob, not giving you the offense. Right. But Robin Lopez will come back. Bobby Portis is there. Giannis is obviously the leading rebounder there. He fits in like a glove. I think the I, – I mean, there was nothing that really stuck. It stood out in the trade. I think Spencer Dinwiddie going to the Mavericks was the best trade. Well, I think it was the I, best I, get, but I think the sneakiest get is Bobby um, – Bobby Portis. That makes Dallas. Ibaka. That makes Dallas a dangerous team if they make the playoffs. I mean, you're giving yeah, they get three scores. They're though. they're get they're giving they're getting a guy that can shoot perimeter shots, that can get to the hole, draw fouls, and play defense. He's a very he's a very underrated defender at his position. Yeah. So, uh, Miles they Turner. Get better rebounding though. If you are a Nick fan, you you do not want to trade Mitchell Robinson, okay? And that's what you're going to have to trade to get. He's going to be the headlining piece to get Miles Turner. I like Miles Turner a lot, but Mitchell Robinson is only 22 years old. Are you willing to trade away a guy that could be a double-double every single night? He can give you 15, 16 points a game and give you about 15 rebounds a game and, and two blocks. Are you willing to give up a young player of that magnitude? I know he's an injury-prone player. There's no question that he is. Mitchell Robinson still has a lot of learning to do. He's still going to be uh, – I don't even think he's hit his max – You know his max – you know, potential. So I, I, I don't trade Mitchell Robinson for Miles Turner as much as I like Miles Turner. He's a good player, but he's not a great offensive player. So, and that's what the Knicks need. They need offense. They don't have any of it. Who's their offensive player right now? RJ Barrett. He's averaging 18 points a game at best. And Julius Randle, 18, 19 points a game at best. They need a guy that could score you 30 points a game if they, if need be, they don't have that player right now. Snuck says, Kenny Atkinson will know how to properly fold a slice of New York pizza. You could pass too much, you could shoot too much, but you can't rebound too much. And uh, Ben says in the comments, Rabel won AP Coach of the Year. Yes, he did. I think Cup just won Offensive Player of the Year. Uh-huh. Good for him. Yep. And, and, and Cup deserves it, too, because he's not going to win the MVP. That's what everybody's waiting for. They want to see who's going to win the MVP. And you want to know something? I hope Tom Brady wins it. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to really? let you Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Save t- this clip forever. I, <laughs> I hope Tom Brady wins this. Not because I don't think he's going to, because this is Tom Brady's last year. And if you look at his numbers and you compare and contrast, I think Aaron Rodgers statistically, even though he doesn't have better numbers, I would go with Aaron Rodgers because he didn't have that many weapons around him, and Tom Brady did. But um, I just think that because it's Tom Brady's last year and he had a great year, you give it to the guy that has been – um, a 
a good player for 22 years, a dominant force, and 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 really, you know, solidified the quarterback position for the last 20 years. So if if it was me and I was voting right now, even though I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, I think he's been the best player in the league. I give it to Tom Brady. That's what that, that's just my opinion. But I don't think he's going to win it. But um, I, I think I guess, and I agree with you. Um, I, I agree with you, Ben. Rodgers did more with less. Yes, and that's why he was probably going to win. The MVP guy that was, the, the MVP voting guy that was on the show, he said he voted. Well, he didn't say he voted. No, for yeah, Rogers. he couldn't reveal that. Yeah, but I guarantee you, he did vote. Right, for he Aaron ventured Rogers. for it yes. when you were talking. I, mean, I, I guarantee you, he yeah. did vote for Aaron Rodgers. But uh, listen, it, it really doesn't matter, you know. But I, I think that, that being that Tom Brady retired and Aaron Rodgers still has a chance to win more MVPs, and he will. I mean, <laughs> next year. I mean, who's who's really I, it, the only person that really challenged him at the position this year was Tom uh, was Tom Brady. I mean, right. well, Josh I, Allen next year is going to be. I don't think so. Does. Yeah, he has to improve consistency yeah, in order to get in order to get to the MVP. And Patrick Mahomes, race. he was all over the place too. This right, year. he had a slow start. Yeah, and he was all over the place. Right. You know, he had games, he had duds this year against I the Bengals. Every every young quarterback, every young quarterback had their little stretch or certain games where they were just too inconsistent. Wow. Whereas Rodgers and Brady barely they had like one or two bad games this year. But the trade deadline, I'm not surprised with the NBA that that went. And, and was I surprised that the Knicks and the, the Lakers? Well, the Knicks did make a trade. They had Cam Reddish. They added Cam Reddish. They're not doing anything with them, but they added him. Well, he's I, hurt. No, he's not. It, no, he's been out of rotation for four games. Tom like, Thibodeau doesn't kind of healthy scratch. Tom, Tom Thibodeau didn't want to like trade him. for him. He apparently, like him. is another report. So. He really doesn't like him. And and here's the thing: now that this offseason is, is is going, does Leon Rose is Leon Rose this offseason on the hot seat? Because if you look at it, and I like Leon Rose. I think he's done very well for the Knicks. I mean, he's only been there for two years. This offseason is a very important season for the Knicks because they have money. They're going to get a lottery pick because this team is not making the playoffs. They're going to be – they better hope that this lottery pick falls in the top five because that can really position themselves to get a good player with some of the young players that they have. And they have to somehow talk one of these free agents that are going to be available this offseason to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a very, very important task for them. And they have to trade Julius Randle because he's he's no good to the young players in the locker room. He's all about himself. And we, we you know, we've seen enough of him this year that he's just a, a waste of space. There's a reason you hire a former agent as a GM, and that's to bring in in an NBA where it's a star-driven league. You want yeah. to hope to negotiate with stars. And his time is coming for that. I was worried about the hire at the time because I wasn't sure how good he'd be with the other end of it, the money management, the drafting and stuff like that. And he's actually done well with that. Now he has to get the big swing going. And now here's the thing. Carl Anthony Towns wants out with the Timberwolves. Uh, there were stories. And I know their team is they're pretty good now with the players that they had. They added some players as well. I still think Carl Anthony Towns doesn't want to be there. I think he wants to go to a big marketplace. He's from New Jersey. That's the guy. And he was a Leon Rose guy. That's the guy that in the offseason, I know he's a big man, and that means you might have to move Mitch Robinson. I would trade Mitchell Robinson in a trade for Carl Anthony Towns. He is a star. He's and a Randall? What happened? No, they'll trade. They'll, they'll, yes, Randall would have to be in the trade. It's got to match up with, money. The, with the money. So Randall's, Randall would have to be in that trade. Well, I think you're losing that trade. I'm sorry? I think you would lose that trade. Uh, I don't. I, I think... You need that star. You need that star-driven player that's going to draw the pl- the draw Carl the Anthony fan. Towns is very soft, mm-hmm. and I don't know if New York and Carl Anthony Towns would get along so well. He's from here, and he grew up. He grew up a Knicks fan. That, that's great and wonderful, and I understand that the fan. He grew up a great. Charles Oakley fan too, by the way. 
So. Well, then he should get some Charles Oakley embedded in him and start having some tough. Well, skin. maybe, maybe if Charles he, Oakley will be a mentor for that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe when if, comes if here. Jim Dolan will let him in the building. But hey, <laughs> listen, I'd rather let him in the building they than Jim Dolan. I mean, whatever they can get, fans would agree with you. Listen, you're, nobody, no fan's going to argue if you can get a Carl Anthony. You need a star. You need a guy that's going to take the pressure off of RJ, so RJ can continue developing. They need that guy. Or you go after Zion Williamson in the offseason. You do everything you can. He wants out with the Pelicans. If he's healthy and you can prove that he's healthy and he goes in and he goes into their, you know, obviously uh, they, they goes to the training staff and the training staff looks him over and he is 100% That's healthy, tough. then you make a trade for Zion Williamson. They got to do something. They got to do something because this team is not good enough to compete in the Eastern Conference. That's tough. I don't know if you have enough to get Zion. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have Randall, picks. Randall you have Lex. Picks. No, yeah, that's great. But the Pelicans aren't thinking they need picks. They're rebuilding. And, 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 but, and, right. But they, you, you have Valanchunas. You have CJ McCollum. If you, have a you have Zion already. If you have a disgruntled guy that doesn't want to be there and he wants to be here, he wants to be in New York, and he's telling him, I want to be there. Now, and he's not signing the extension after next year. He's not. So if he's telling you that and he's doing it, you, you find a way to trade with the Knicks. You try to find the pieces that make sense, that would make sense. Obi Toppin would have to be in that trade or Mitchell Randall. Robinson. Randall. Uh, Randall definitely is going to have to be in that trade because they need to move on from him. He'd have to go back to the Pelicans, but <laughs> I don't think he'll have a problem with that. Um, I mean, he left them once. And you'd have to give away three for, three to four first-round draft picks. But if a you Knicks could, fan, you want to give up three or four first-round draft if, picks for if, Zion? Listen, they need The man to, cannot stay healthy. Uh, that's fine. But you want to know something? You have to take a shot. you got to take a chance because this team – look at the Nets. They took a shot with James Harden, and it, it, and it, blew, and it, up. And it blew up in their face. Right. But it doesn't always happen that way. Maybe Zion Williamson coming to New York is going to put a, you know, a needle in his ass where he's going to – Yeah, it's going to put a needle in his ass to, to deflate him, and maybe he'll no. stay in shape, and maybe he'll do the things that he needs to do because he wants to play with RJ, and he wants to be here. That, I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans. No, and, he doesn't. I agree with you. He wants making, to play with RJ and he's making Camp. his money, yes. But, but that's not why a fan should bring in a guy. You haven't seen him play now in a very long time. There are rumors coming out every day that he's not in shape. He's not contacting the team. You don't want that He problem. doesn't want to be there. That's fine. But as an organization, you're not special to him. So he's going to do the same thing to you the second he becomes disgruntled. I'm not giving up three first-round picks and a guy that's working his ass off and a guy that, you know, at times gives you 38 and 12 for a guy that hasn't played basketball. Zion Williamson can change your organization. So can other players. They have to decide. The Knicks need to decide where they're going with this team. They cannot depend on these young players because young players don't win you championships. You need star players and young players to win you championships. And there's no stars right now on that team. RJ is becoming somewhat of a player that you're going to enjoy to watch. He's not even a star yet. So He's a blossoming star. He's not a star yet. And, but he's blossoming. He's blossoming. He's not a star. They don't have a star. And that's what they need. They need a guy that's going to draw the fan. And honestly, the guy that I'm – there are two guys that, that stand out to me this offseason. Carl Anthony Towns and Zion Williamson. Those are the two guys that – two players we've who heard. who gets them the ball? Um, that's – they have money. The Knicks have money. They'll they'll bring in a point guard, maybe Bronson or somebody like oh, that. God. If they if they can get what are you what are you saying? Oh God! For Aaron Rodgers won MVP. I figured that he was. You know, I'm not surprised. He deserves it. 
And I think he deserves. Yeah, never mind. He's dude. He's why a, does he look like? Never mind. Never mind. He's a special player, dude. Yeah, he looks special. Yeah, well, good. He, if you don't think he's the best, he wasn't the best quarterback in the league this year. Then I don't know what the hell to say. He, dude, no, I, he I played with nothing. He played Devon, with nothing. You say that Devontae Adams is and Aaron dude, Jones is something. Aaron Jones, dude. <laughs> please don't get me started with Aaron Jones. Arrow hates Aaron Jones. Don't get me started with him. <laughs> Why? Because okay, I, I think he's terrible. I, I think I think he's, I, I he think got I, paid a lot of money in the offseason, and he didn't do anything in the playoffs last year. Uh, he does look like he does well, look not to, not to not to you know pick a fight here, but neither did Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Snuck says next year MVP retire Tom Brady. First time in history a retired player. Wins how much MVP. you want to bet? How much you want to put a bet on that Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP again next year? I, I'm not going to wherever he goes. If he's Tennessee, if he's with Green Bay, if he goes to Tennessee, he's definitely winning the MVP next year. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll put money on it. I'll put money on it that he wins another MVP. If if it's not with the if he goes to no, Tennessee, I would Tennessee. definitely take the field on that. Uh, you t- all right? So we'll do that. I we'll definitely wait. take the field. All right, let's let's see where Aaron goes and we'll make a bet. I don't care where he goes. All right. He can go to Tampa freaking Bay. Right, let's make a bet. All right. All right. How much you want to bet? Do you want to see him wait to where he goes? I don't care. Because if he stays in Green Bay, you definitely are not winning the MVP next week. Well, Devontae Adams will be there, so I'm going to say yes. So let, let's. No way. Adams is leaving. Let's, regardless. No, he's not. If, if Aaron Rodgers stays there, he stays with the Green Bay. How Packers. are they going to pay him? What do you mean, how are they going to pay him? How are they going to pay Devontae Adams? They very much could find a way to pay him. They're pretty so. cheap. How much you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Whatever you want to bet. You pick, you pick a bet. thing. We can pick. How about this? How about this? Uh, oh, here we go. You want to do a crazy <laughs> bet? You want to do a crazy bet? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. I don't want to wear a dress. I don't want to wear a wig. No, no. What we'll do is we'll... I don't want to have anything strapped on my ass. I don't want anything on my head. I don't want to shave my head. We'll dress you like a pig, and we'll we'll, we'll tie you to a stick, and we'll look, make it look... We'll put an apple in your mouth, and we got to take a picture of you, like, twirling around in front of... Yeah. How about that? Does that make sense? No sticks going in my ass. <laughs> no. no, I want you to say that publicly because no I don't sticks. know with you. No sticks goes in your ass, oh, okay? Fine. But we we could do that. Fine. No, take a no, 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 no. The picture, yes. Stick, no. No, I'm not sticking no stick no, up because your ass. I said I, because I wouldn't. Friend, be, what the hell is this? I mean, because I know you. I don't want to stick any stick up no, your ass. I didn't what the hell say, am I going to do? Uh, because when you, you roast know, a pig, it's on one little rotisserie piece of wood. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want. No, he, he, he wouldn't possibly be good enough to give you a roasted pig. No, no. But if no, I'm going to be the pig that's being roasted, roast I don't want to be on the roasted line. We're going to oh, roast him. God, we're right. going to tie him to a stick. You're going to burn him like that. I don't yes. want to be tied to a stick. See, you're going to be tied. You got to. I don't want to be like tied to a stick. Hey, listen, if you oh, lose, that seems pretty extreme. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to tie you up. You got to put an apple in your mouth. You hang it from the stick, and we're going to take a picture of it. But it's going to be on my back. Yeah, you're going to be on your back. Yeah. You're okay. gonna be hanging, hanging from the thing, you know, and, and with an apple in your mouth. All right, fine. I'm gonna take a picture of it. Fine. All right. All right. It sounds fun. Yeah. What you guys stay? We're, we'll post it all over social media. This will be fun. And if you lose, all right, go. Let's see it. Let's see. I hear want it. you mm-hmm. to wear mm-hmm. a well. A dress is fitting because you always make everybody else wear a dress. Oh, so you want me to wear a dress? Makeup. Okay. I want you to look. I want you to become Arola. <laughs> Arola. Errol? Uh, Hold on one second. Female. Hold on. If we're, if we're doing that, then you have to do the same thing. Guess no. The, the you roasted, pick your bet. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want no if, picture if, of you if, with if an apple in it, your mouth. Hey, <laughs> no, 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 no. If that's the case, all right, we'll make that bet. We'll make that bet. But if you lose, you got to wear a wig. you got to wear makeup, high heels, and a dress. He stole my, he stole my bet. No, because that's that. If, I didn't if, say anything about high heels. They'll, you, only, they'll only see You here. make the decision. But that, 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 if, if I got to do it, you got to do it. 
That's Snug it. says the cat seems to be a big pain in the ass and no one likes him. The cat. <laughs> murder cat hat? Murder one, F one, and Mary one, Three James Dolan, Dan Snyder, Jerry Jones. He's right about that. Oh God. Who what read that again? <laughs> murder one, F one, Mary one, James Dolan, Dan Snyder, Jerry Jones. That's, uh, that's the three headed monster right there. Jerry Jones and who? Da- James Dolan, Dan Snyder, Jerry I'm Jones. I'm killing James Dolan. The three headed monster right there. It's nice. Love it. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Just as a Knicks fan, <laughs> probably, probably in the, yeah, it's probably in the I'll order. I'll marry you, Jerry Jones. It's probably in the order you said richest. it. I'll probably do it in the order you said. No, I'm marrying Jerry, and I'm killing. I'm killing Dolan, and then I, I guess. I think we have the same one then. Dolan, yeah. Dol- I think Dolan's richer than. I think Jerry Dolan. Jones. Yeah, I, think I don't. Think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Look at look it up. Let's. let's I don't. Look, I don't. Look I, that Jerry, up. I would say Jerry Jones is. Look at the money. net worth of uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones definitely has more money than Dan Snyder, and I'm not. I'm not keeping James Dolan. Right, Jerry alive, Jones' so. net worth ten point three billion. Okay. But the net worth. Look up James Dolan. I, I'm telling you, James Dolan's richer. I'm telling you, he is. No, James Dolan is uh, two billion. He really is. Come yeah. on. Now, let me see. Let me see. He didn't believe you. <laughs> as of January second, ever he as of January second, two thousand twenty-two, he was worth two point five billion dollars. Oh, That's no. recent too. When he sells Madison Square, hold Garden, on, hold on. His his estate is worth five point six billion. Right over here. Read it on the bottom. Read it and weep. October two thousand twenty-one, baby. Maybe five point six. So billion. he lost three billion dollars. No, he's he's worth five point six billion. That's what it says right here. Well, Jerry's worth ten. Who cares? No. Well, that's why I'm marrying Jerry. I'm killing Dolan, and I'll—I guess I'm still both of them are still billionaires. Who cares? Snug says, "I don't know. There's a lot of good Chinese buffets in New York. Might be tough for Zion there to are. keep the weight off. There really are. There's a lot of fresh cat outside. Actually, there's a lot of good actually, Chinese there's a lot restaurant. of good restaurants right now in New York that you can stay in shape too. I mean, sushi. I, uh, Zion <gasps> likes sushi and stuff like that. You like sushi? No, I don't like it either. But uh, these guys no. do." No. The best sushi restaurants are here in New York. They are because we're right by the ocean. Yeah, so this is a good spot on Sunrise. Yeah, Brittany knows about that. She likes all that stuff. Uh, ben says uh, Rogers becomes Can the I fifth player to win consecutive tuna, MVP. Uh, hot tuna roll. I don't like that stuff. Uh, it's like the only one that tastes. Oh, ba- barbecued squid. <laughs> no, you no, you'll like it, Errol. Like Errol, you'll yeah. like it. No, I don't. I've, she, you she, will. She's let me taste some of it. I don't like it. Don't, don't just don't eat the green stuff. Oh God, it's wasabi terrible. or whatever. It no, is. have you ever had a lobster when it was green? Like all the green shit in the middle of the lobster. No. You, know, you don't no. like lobster? No. How no, I like know? lobster. I don't like the green stuff. Oh, uh, but you have you ever tasted that stuff? No. Ah, oh, that stuff is disgusting. It's nasty. Oh man, it's absolutely disgusting. You know what I do is is when I oh, when I take the meat. <laughs> well, no, when I take the meat, I dip it in hot water and I let it I let it consume the the green oh, the, stuff. Oh uh, the the uh, the green stuff. Yes. The, um, what the hell is the hot water called? What? It's a hot it's water. It's a vodka. No, I don't put it in vodka. No. Uh, what the hell is it? No. It's called something. I can't think of the name. I don't put it in any of that. No, I put it in hot water when I'm cooking them. And then I take it, I keep it boiled, and then when I rip oh, off. Oh, you know, you'd like melting pot. Yeah. And when I, ta- I do, I take off, and, and when I want to get the green off, I, I stick it in the, the boiling, and it boils the, the green stuff, so I can take it, and it's just me. The, the, I love lobster meat. The problem with the lobster, and I, I hate Shrimp's it. delicious. It, I, I can't eat shrimp. I'm allergic to it. Uh, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm allergic to it. But um, lobster. What's great about lobster is it. it lobster. It, it tastes so good. But the problem is, is it's very little meats. You have to eat to fill yeah. you up. You need like four lobsters. Yeah. You know. And then lobsters are freaking expensive. <laughs> expensive, like thirteen dollars a lobster, and depending no, on the thirteen dollars pound. No, no, I could get it for thirteen dollars right now. 
A whole lobster? A whole lobster. Yeah. Really? Yeah. From uh, like the supermarket? Yeah, about a pound, 1.8. I can get a, a 1.8. Oh. Probably around $13, $12 right now. Yeah. Oh. All right. Go to ShopRite. Oh. ShopRite has them right now for like. Now I want sushi. <laughs> You, I thought you don't like sushi. I like, I like, I like. Um, Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler, A.K. Duff Harrison. And there it is. Couldn't there last is. all show. At some yeah. point, it had to come out, right? There we go. We're duffing it. We're duffing. What it. was I gonna say? I like, um, I like shrimp. I know you said that. You yeah. like shrimp. Shrimp. Speedy likes anything. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I want shrimp. So uh, Ben says. Oh, I say sushi. I meant shrimp. I want mm-hmm. shrimp. <laughs> ben says Aaron Rodgers is the fifth consecutive player to win, con- uh, the fifth player to win consecutive MVPs, yep. and the Packers could are you the name, way over the cap. Could you name the other four? Uh, the other four guys. Peyton, Peyton Manning was one. Elway. Uh-huh. Brett Favre. Favre. Okay. Elway. Hmm. Who's the other one? Dan Marino. Dan Marino. There you go. Right there, Dem and Dandy. Uh, ben says Packers are way over the cap. Uh, why does Tyler want? Th- uh, he didn't finish the comment. I don't know what he's saying. Oh, why does Tyler want things in his butt? Snuck no, says we I don't. Do- <laughs> I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Snuck says we do spend a lot of airtime discussing various <laughs> anal insertions. Arola, yeah. I love it. The coleslaw of Shoprite is amazing. The beef makes it. The beef makes it with love. Yeah, but here's the oh, thing. Oh, he does work at Shoprite, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Oh. Um, does he work? Does he work? No, I thought did he you did. say it was a deli? I thought you said it was no, a deli. No, it is no, he a works at a deli at a shop, right? I, I, oh, yeah, at shop, right? Yes, okay. he does. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He doesn't make the coleslaw. He he gets it pre-made. So, <laughs> oh, the Sultan of coleslaw doesn't yeah. make the coleslaw. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He gets them all pre-made. So he doesn't really make it. No, that's. He makes the pizza there. He can. He he knows how to bake. He's good at that. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Hey, listen. For a guy that makes $30 an hour at a supermarket, he's doing pretty good for himself. I mean, that's $30 pretty, an hour is good money. He's, I know. He's making a lot of money. And he's in, a, he's in a union. He gets full benefits. I mean, how, you, can't, you can't go wrong with what he's doing. No, I can't. mean, he's doing pretty well for himself. I mean, he could be the Sultan of Coleslaw. By the way, that's the best name. That really is the salt and the coleslaw. I'll never forget it. Six says, well, he's the princess of pickles. That, that, who said that, the princess of pickles? Was that Sorry. Jeff? Oh, no. Je- Jeff's, Jeff's was the princess of pickle loaf. Pickle loaf. I like that. No, Six says the princess of pickles. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, but uh, we will get into the uh, you know the Super Bowl in just a few moments. But uh, going back, I mean, did there, was there any trades that really stuck out to you that really, you know, really – Made a difference for these playoff teams uh, today. I mean, the Spencer Dinwiddie was the best one, I think, out of all of them. Even from the James Harden. I think Dinwiddie can absolutely change the Mavericks. I mean, Dinwiddie's going to give you that kind of burst of points. And then you get Brunson coming off the bench now. So you, you don't even have to start Brunson. He's coming off the bench. I think Dinwiddie might be coming off the nah, bench. No, Dinwiddie should start. Dinwiddie's better, the better player. I mean, but him and Luca played You traded all him year. for Kristaps Porzingis. You're playing Dinwiddie. Right, they also got Bertans. Bertans, Bertans is going to go there and be a rebounding machine for them. I, yeah. I just don't know if they, they lost a lot of size. I, I they still know. got Dwight Powell there though too. He's a yeah, good rebounder. They lost a lot of size in a guy that's a peewee, okay, who cries about everything. Let he him still go to, gets about ten, twelve rebounds no, a game. No, he doesn't. Eight, eight rebounds a game. Eight rebounds a game. Chris Stapps oh. this year. He has not rebounded the ball very well this year. He really hasn't. And and for a guy that was supposed to be – when he left the Knicks, he was averaging 21, 22 points a game. He goes over to the Mavericks. His most well, – he's most, I, that I understand. He's averaging 19 points a game. That's not good for a guy that you expected to be a Robin. Robins don't score 19. Right, but if Luke is dropping 25, 27 a night, you're all right with giving up 19. No, you want – 
Kristaps scoring 22-23. That's what you want from, you know, you want at least for your two top players close to 50 points. That's what you want. Well, Luka Doncic is at 51 right now, and he's a rebound away from a double-double. Okay, and, and, and that's because he's shooting the ball more because KP's not playing right now. But when you bring in Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer, how much did – what is Spencer Dinwiddie scoring right now? What is his – I think he's – Spencer Dinwiddie. He was at, I think, 12 points a game. Again, no, limited, higher than that. Limited role. With he's the, got 13 a game, six assists, and about five rebounds. All right, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, yes. Uh, about 13 a game, four rebounds. He's not shooting five. well. That's the problem. Yeah, but I, I, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is going to get – first of all, it's going to open up shots for him because Luka Doncic is going to be double team. No. I like I like Spencer a lot. I do too. I, I agree with that. It's I, just... I, I think this is a great trade for the the Mavericks. I think I, I, it, it's soothing watching KP go to Washington and just completely <laughs> end his career with a shitty team, okay, because I can't stand him, all right? And I, Nick fans, I don't want to hear from the Nick fans. Maybe we should bring in KP in the offseason. I don't want the guy. He didn't want to be here from the beginning. Him and his brother wanted to run the organization. And the guy's a worthless piece of garbage. I don't want him here. He's a center of attention. He's a woman beater, too. Oh, I can't stand. So he likes to hit women, too. So um, I, I'm not a big fan of KP anymore. All right. That's just and he also thing. jumps off of boats and gets in bar fights. Yes. By the way, Kyle Kuzma had a triple double. Michigan beats Purdue. Wow. Look at that. Purdue won like seven in a row after they lost to Indiana. Ran out the way after number three. And then they, they blew them Michigan. out. Yeah. They blew out Purdue. Good for them. And Michigan, Michigan's a little down for their standards this so I year. I don't like this. Duke also blew out Clemson. Yeah, well, I, I expect. Yeah, don't say that. Duke, Duke gets a hard time with. Not only that, Clemson, Clemson, uh, they they almost came back on them. I think Duke beat him by one point. In the I don't first like meeting. this. I don't like this Duke class. And I, I for last year for uh, Coach K to see this class be the only the, the the next the last class that's gonna possibly win you a national championship. This team's not winning a national championship unless one of these guys get hot. One of the Bonchero is a yeah, nice player. Though. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in the draft this year. I mean, he's going into the draft this year. You're not going to see him next year. And and Duke's done, man. This 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 um, I guess you could say uh, this powerhouse college team. They're not going to be able to. Oh, uh, you don't believe in Carl's boy, John Shiler? Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> I love John Shiler. I can't stand Shire, him. Shiler, yeah. He's, he, dude, he'll be fired in two or three years. Now I will say this: the ACC overall really has gotten weaker, though, too. So I don't know if they could be completely down and out. Oh, I loved when they Duke Duke just. Kicked the crap out of North Carolina. Loved it. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah, it. The, 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 I wanted to. I wanted to send a text out to Matt just to, to really stick it to him. But I, I know he was pissed off. Uh, North Carolina stinks this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of the ACC powerhouses of the past have really regressed this it's year. Crazy. Right. I'm loving the fact good. that I'm loving the fact that Virginia falling apart. Louisville just got rid of Chris Mack. They haven't. They're going to have to find a new coach now. Uh, Miami was good for a while. Now they're starting to struggle too in conference play. So it really hasn't been the same ACC. So that even without Coach K, I mean, they're not going to be the powerhouse, but they we still know might Gonzaga be. is the favorite. Well, we, obviously, you know, they're always going to be the favorites until they win something, which they don't do. So no, they don't. But uh, watch out for Michigan State this year. I think they could they can make a run. I, I mean, there's some good play. There's some good teams and good players that are going to be. We're going to see in the, this March Madness, and we're going to see a surprise team this year. I really do. I, I really do believe in the Elite Eight. We're going to see a surprise 
you know, one or two teams that are there that we didn't expect. You might to be see. There. A bi- bi- I think you're going to see a, either a Big East or a Pac-12 uh, domination throughout St. tournament. St. John's makes so, it this year. Uh, they're they're on the f- they're, they're on the only a little over 500, but. Seton Hall's bounced back nicely this year. UConn's had a nice year. Some some good teams that are bringing it back. Xavier's had played well this year. A lot of good Big East teams are making a surge. Xavier's the, always good. Yeah, but they had a couple down years in a row. Now the Pac-12, there's a lot of a lot of depth. Was, a lot of them were the surprise teams in the tournament of last year. Mm. Now playing well this year. UCLA's ranked top ten. A lot of uh, Arizona's number three, I believe, right mm. now. Uh, USC's still good. Oregon's still good. They they got a lot of depth this year. Isn't the other Mobley uh, over yes, there? Yes, Isaiah Mobley still there at USC. Is is he playing well this year? Yep. It, it, I, he's not as good as his brother. No, but they have a, they have a lot of depth. They got a kid, uh, Chavez Goodwin, is a good big man too. They have they, there's some good depth in the, on those Pac-12 teams uh, between them and Arizona and uh, and UCLA, especially who made the Final Four last year as an 11 seed. Now looked like a powerhouse. Now that could that could revert back to. Being more pressure, like we saw with Gonzaga, like we see with Wichita State. They made the Final Four, then they messed How up. How is Wichita one State right now? Average. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty average. They haven't, they haven't really I been haven't the really same. checked it out yet. I mean, I usually look uh, by the end of this month, I'll, I'll be checking out the teams and making my decision on who I think is going to go. I'm, I'm pretty good, you know, when I'm, when I'm picking. March Madness, but there's going to be a lot of surprises this year. Yeah, I haven't actually just wa- I haven't overall just watched as much college. I watched Gonzaga play twice. I watched Duke play twice. Um, I watched North Carolina play once against Duke in a horrible. Um, who else did I see this year? So SEC's far? got some good ones too. I've seen well, Alabama. I've seen Alabama. Play not anymore. This year. They just lost. They're not going to be. They just lost to Arkansas. I watched Alabama play. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still very L- good. LSU and Kentucky are both good in the I SEC saw, as well. I saw UCLA play this year. Um, I've seen a couple of games. You know, nothing that really. All the a lot of the powerhouse teams. Oregon's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, so I watched them play too. So and they're fast and they could shoot. So very and, well coached. Yes. So I I think they'll be a dangerous team too going into the tournament, but. Uh, and Purdue is supposed to be really, really good. They lost tonight, but uh, you know, I, I still think Purdue. I think they're they're, they're, they're probably they're good rebounding. They're probably gonna, the most know. like well-rounded of every concept among every team, probably outside of Gonzaga. But again, they've always had weird duds in the tournament too. Like they did last uh-huh. year too, they were a four seed. They lost to a team in North Texas that never made the tournament. I think in like twenty years or something. Christian Okoye will be joining us next week. When when is we gonna? Have he him said on? he said Wednesday. I, he said we could pick a time for him. I asked him if he'll do, do he'll do ten, and I'm waiting on a response. Uh, so we'll have Christian. I know he wanted to come on. He apologized this morning, early this morning. He sent us a message, apologizing, and I and 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 he said that uh, you know I I didn't really mean that and. Um, I definitely want to come on your show and, and, and represent my brain. So, um, Stark says Gonzaga is the charter of college this? basketball. How about the kicker? How about uh, Shane? I haven't there? heard a response yet from really? him. Really? Yeah. Well, reach out to him and tell him we'll pre-record it if we have to. Yeah. I'm, I, I said that to him when I sent the message yesterday. Uh, he must be really strapped with busyness. Maybe he had a, you know, maybe his wife was yelling at him. I don't know. Uh, not watching the babies or something? <laughs> Stark says bar fights are okay, but Waffle House Waffle House fights are where it's at. Gonzaga is the Chargers of college basketball. The NCAA champion this Waffle year, House Murray State. And where is Gene Keaton when you need great. him? Yeah. Probably we should take waffle. a road trip to a Waffle House. This Waffle House is out here. There's a Waffle House over here in Wisconsin. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? Um, right off of what's that road? Uh, Terry Road. Right off of Terry Road. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Thank there's, you. A, there's a Waffle House. Yeah. 
Anyways, why don't we go to a quick break? When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will get into the final hour where we'll make our picks. We'll go through the ins and the outs of the Super Bowl. And definitely, uh, you know, we'll do a parlay. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of. Parlays? Yeah, we'll throw a parlay out there. We'll each have a parlay on who do we think is going to be a big part of those, you know, and, and you could decide if you want to bet on those parlays, all right? When we come back here on the Sports Lab House. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Sports Loudmouths. Leave this out. I like this. Put your hands up. Come on. Come on. Why don't you put your hands up, Dub? Do the Dub. Do the Dub. Dub, 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 Dub. I'm not really As you guys know, we are the Sports Lab Mouths. I'm, I'm your host, Errol Marks, my co-host, Speedy Petey, and Mr. Duff himself, wow, Tyler, a.k.a. Mothball Harrison. 631. 631-672-3108 no. <laughs> is a number. Go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. Download our app on iOS, WWSRN, or Android. Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Why don't you like the Duff? What's so, wrong with the name? Well, we could break the news of Richard Seymour being in the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, there we go. Richard Chi. What? Seymour. Yeah, I know. He played for the Patriots. We all know. Seymour. I don't think Richard Seymour is a Hall of Famer. but Well, he literally is. What do you mean he literally is? Like, I know he, he got literally- in. Oh, Tony Vaselli, who should have got in. Thank God, I didn't know if he. I told you they were going to name who was getting into the Hall of Fame by tonight. Right? No, I'm just reading the names on the bottom here. Yeah. You know. Stuck says Peter Butter screwballs. Here I come. Yes. (laughs) A screwball? You like screwball? Uh, Leroy Butler does. Somebody called that. Yeah, that was inevitable. That was like he was on the ballot for a while. Like it was inevitable that he was either going to get in this year or his last year next year. Mm -hmm. Who else got in? A figure of speech, baby. You know? Anyways. What? Uh, a figure of speech. Yeah, I get it. But which one was a figure of speech? You know? Leroy Brown. Leroy said, Butler. Uh, I said Leroy Brown. Oh, I don't know who that is. Sam Mills. Oh, God. All the crap is going in. There you go. Anyways, um, why don't we get into the Super Bowl again? And, Speedy, you are, you're very analytic. And, and, and you look at this game. We, we talked about this yesterday. What stands out in this game? What could make a difference in this oh, game Brian for Gunn the Bengals it. to pull off the upset? Depth. If they could, if Zach Taylor could utilize other guys other than his stars to make that kind of thing work, it sparked the comeback against the against the Chiefs. The Bengals are are known for the receiving depth for sure, but can they use other guys? The tight ends, the running backs, guys like that that aren't the feature guys. McVay is a creative play caller. Zach Taylor sometimes has been a little iffy at times, and I've especially against the even against the Chiefs too. I think Burrow did well amidst his play calling. So if they get other guys involved and try to play the depth game against the Rams, 
which is not their strength because they have all their money invested into certain players, especially with the mm-hmm. linebackers. If if Rap doesn't play with the safeties too, the backup safeties, those are the matchups that I think the Bengals can expose. It's not normally their strength, so they got to deviate from that kind of thing. C.J. Uzama, if he plays, even Drew Sample, who they drafted a couple of years ago, a young tight end, and some of the other running backs that they get involved, the guys that are fringe kick returner type guys. Get them involved, get them in space too, because they're going to have to counter that interior pass rush that the Rams are going to have. And screen passes are a good way to do that. Getting the tight ends involved to chip and block, and maybe check, uh, catch and release type thing, check and release, is a good way to do that kind of thing. Because the, the Bengals and the Rams are very similar type offenses, Taylor, coming from the McVay trade. So both run a lot of three-receiver sets. But if they can utilize those bigger guys, the Bengals especially, to, to their advantage, I think that'll be a good matchup for them to take advantage By of. By the way, this is a horrible Hall of Fame class, uh, honestly. And, uh, and I'm not saying these players aren't good and they don't – there's nobody in this class that really stands out. I mean, the biggest name – who's the biggest name going in? Baselli? I mean – Seymour. Richard Seymour is not the biggest name going into the, the Hall of Fame. I would say so. I wouldn't. I mean, there's no big names. And who was on the list? Reggie Wayne was on this list. Who else? Andre Johnson. Andre, Andre how Johnson. does Andre Johnson not a first ballot? Marcus Ware, yeah. Because Jerry uh, – Marcus wasn't – Demarcus Ware, he was one of the best pass rushers of our best era. Best outside rusher right, that, that I can remember. How does he not get in? You know, the, the, that doesn't make any sense. And the Walter Payton War goes to Andrew Whitworth, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, who deserves it? Andrew Whitworth has been in this league for such a long time and has been a dominant force. Hall of Famer, by the way. Andrew yeah. Whitworth yeah. is an absolute left tackle Hall of Famer. How many left tackles has played as long as him and been dominant and been a part of good organization and very well organization? He comes from the Bengals organization as well. So. He does. Um, I, he's the reason I feel bad for Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas? And Joe Staley, for that matter. Why is that? Because they retired young, or well, not young, but they retired and didn't stick it out like Andrew Whitworth did, and now Staley didn't get his Super Bowl. Joe Thomas definitely didn't get his Super Joe Bowl. Thomas, he didn't get a playoff obviously. game. Joe Thomas looks good, man. He does. He, he looks, looks healthy and good, man. He cut to a brim. He's not fat anymore. He's he's in great shape, man. He really. We should get Joe Thomas on the show. We should. He's really. Uh, he or looks, we can go on his show. Yeah, well, he'd come on our show. I think he would. I really do. But, uh, Tyler, your thoughts. What could the Bengals do in this game to surprise the world and win this game? they got to get after Matt Stafford. That's going to be the breaking point of every team at this point. If you get a good pass rush, CC the Buccaneers last year, CC the Packers when they were going to the Super Bowl. Every great Super Bowl team, you get after the quarterback. We saw it last year with Pat Mahomes. We saw it the year with Jimmy G. Getting just blown up by that front seven of the Chiefs. Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard need to, and DJ Reader need to constantly be around Matt Stafford at all times. You need to hit Matt Stafford. You need to make Matt Stafford uncomfortable. It's not Matt Stafford's fault, but if you hit a quarterback, the quarterback gets rattled. If Matt Stafford gets rattled, you see him make arid throws. You see him miss marks. If Matt Stafford is not up to par in this football game and Joe Burrow is cool, calm, and collected, and the Bengals' defense allows him to pick and choose when Joe Burrow needs to be Joe Burrow, and Joe Mixon can control the game, the Bengals are going to have a winning recipe there. I I like Joe Mixon in this game. I think Joe Mixon is going to play a big part of what this Bengals team is going to need to do to to play keep away and keep the ball out of Matthew Stafford's hand. If, If Matthew Stafford 
each quarter touches the ball three times and has a chance to th- throw the ball down the fail- field three times, gets three chances every single quarter, there's not a chance in hell the Bengals win this game. It, it's, the Bengals are, yes, the, the Bengals have the more talent on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball, and I don't care how good the Bengals have looked all year, they're not even close. They're not in the same hemisphere uh, as, as the, the, the L.A. Rams' defense. And if the Rams could c- continue to keep up with the, you know, with the offense of the Bengals, the Rams are going to win because their defense is just that dominant, and they could put so much pressure on Joe Burrow. And I, let me ask you a question. Even if they double-team Aaron, Aaron Donald, are they going to really stop him? I mean, seriously. Nobody stopped him triple-teaming him all season long. What makes the Bengals think that they can hold this beast of a man up when he wants to put pressure on Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow's never played against a talented defensive lineman like this. He's never. I don't even think he had a chance to play him last year. So this is the first time he's going to get a chance to see Aaron Donald you know, live and in front of his face. So, And you're seeing him in the big game. I think this is th- th- this could be disastrous for somebody like Joe Burrow, especially a kid that's very confident in the pocket and has the the slowest release in all of football, Speedy. Yeah, the other thing, too, is I think the adjustments to the interior rush and also adjustments to a team not blitzing. You saw him make adjustments against the Chiefs because Burrow, I think, was the second highest rated quarterback against the blitz. So the Rams are not going to blitz either. They did more in Brandon Staley's defense. They don't do it as much in Raheem Morris's defensive scheme. So you're going to see them rely on five-man rush in a 3-4 defense. In nickel set, they might move Donald outside. They can maneuver guys around however they want to do it if Leonard Floyd or Von Miller need a breather. So there's definitely options for them to be able to do that. So how Burrow will adjust to these other coverage schemes is going to be very key in terms of him extending plays the way he did against the Chiefs because the Bengals' offensive line was definitely better than they were against the Titans, but they still were a lot allowing a lot of jailbreaks inside and Burrow was able to extend plays amidst all that. That's why I was saying the screen passes are going to be very key because that'll be a good way to counter that chip, a check and release chip blocks, anything like that. Will those guys be ready for that kind of thing to make it work? And I think the Bengals, the Bengals offense is going to have to realize that they might have to have more guys featured in terms of blocking roles, blocking receivers. And they have the guys with size to do that too, if they're going to end up doing that and maybe play those guys as decoys. And also watch out for the receiver running too, could also throw that defensive line off too. If they bring Chase on a sweep, maybe they bring Boyd on a sweep, something like that too, where they can make that kind of thing work to at least maybe throw off the awareness of some of these younger defensive players and maybe even Von Miller once in a while. Let me ask you a question. Tyler, who are you looking forward at the halftime show? Who are you looking forward of watching? Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre. There's there's so many songs. Mary J. There's so many songs that between Dre and Snoop, Mary J. Eminem and Dre. Yeah, I know she's your. I know she's your homegirl. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't reached out to her. No, I mean Super Bowl guest. She's been so busy with her TV show. She's doing that. Um, what, what's that show on Showtime? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, want Star, Star, Star. Uh, the uh, Ghost. She's uh, oh, she's on Power. That's she's right. She's on Power. The Book yeah. of Ghosts. Yeah. Right. She's on that too. So she's been very, very busy with that too. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, but so, the halftime show is going to be great. And she uh, might honestly. be inducted in the Hall of Fame next year. So, the Rock and Roll Hall yeah, of Fame. She might Good. be. Yeah. Good. So I might be going for that. Uh, definitely. Wow. Hear that, Speedy? We're yeah. going to Cleveland. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Well, it'll be. I don't know if uh, I think. Yeah, they'll do it in Cleveland. Absolutely. Um, so, Speedy, I mean, like, are you looking forward to the halftime show? I th- I usually don't know the music, but you know the music. I'll now. know the I'll know the music a little more this time. You're gonna hear Juice and Gin, definitely. 
Yes. Gin and juice. I wonder if DraftKings. California love. I wonder if DraftKings is going to parlay uh, a bet on songs. parlay a bet on the songs that are going to be playing. If There's they could so do the many. coin There's toss of the Gatorade so color, I'm sure they could do the songs. There's I, I th- so many. I think "Real Love" from Mary J is definitely a song. That California I'm Love will segue after that. Cal- I don't know because they're gonna, Tupac's they're gonna, not there. Right, but Dre and Snoop are. That's all you need. Uh, I think it's Dre's song, honestly. I I think Juice and Gin is definitely going to come. Juice and Gin will be there. Um, um, Snoop Dogg, you get a Snoop Dogg. Oh, Dogg. yeah. Forget about Dre will be played. Uh, DRE I, will be there. They're going to play two songs each. Kendrick Lamar will play his two hits. I don't know about I don't know. Two songs each. Eminem will two. play two songs. He'll be a part of But Right, but they're all going to be centered around Dre, I don't think. I don't think they're going to be. I don't know about that. I think, but uh, again, if you go down the Rolodex of every artist that's going to be there's like history, Mary Dre's touched all of it. Mary didn't do any songs with Dre. Well, all right, she's the. Ex- I keep forgetting about her, honestly. But yeah. she, but every Snoop's all Snoop's hits are Dre, Eminem's everything's Dre. Mm. Don't be surprised if Fifty Cent shows up. No, he's not. No, he's not. I they, they already have enough artists: Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, yeah, Snoop Dogg, Eminem Dr. Might Dre, be, Mary he J. He might be doing a song. With Eminem. Five people. Nah, they, they're not. You're not going to see. How long's the halftime break? It's twenty. Forty minutes. minutes. Forty minutes. Well, yeah, for the setup too. They'll need. They'll no, need the, time the for setup that is already set up. They didn't push it right. You think on they'll the field. give him forty minutes? Forty. They, they shoot. The, the weekend did his his like a half by hour, himself yeah. almost a half an hour. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-five. It was about minutes. a half right, an yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, he was all. I, I guess for five artists, that could I'm all right if they go an hour. Like this, this. No, it could only go 40 minutes because you don't want them to get cold. And this is LA. That's why everybody. Nah. Everybody, listen. And oh, I'm, you mean, way, oh, you mean you, the players? I, Never mind. Yeah, I, I thought you meant the fans. I was no, no, say no that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The players get cold in the lobby. No, you're right. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, uh, and I, I know. Did you see any? Have you seen any interviews over there on Radio Row yet? On any of these shows? I don't. Did did, did they might have canceled it? No, they didn't. Carton and Roberts didn't go this year. Uh, Boomer and Geo didn't go this year. Nobody went. COVID. No, it's open. I know a bunch of people that no, went. No, I'm saying maybe the companies were like, we're not going because of the COVID risk. I, I don't know. Who it's knows? very it's very weird. I mean, it's very intriguing. No, but they all have their vaccine. You need, the, the only way you can have a radio job right now, especially with CBS, is you need, your va- you need to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you're not, you're not getting a job. So it says, Seymour is in. Speedy, who do you like to win this year, Bud or Bud Light? I guess the regular Bud, because I don't, I don't really care for either one of them. But no, I, like Bud I like Bud Light. I like Bud Light. Who cares about the halftime show where you can watch the Puppy Bowl? And <laughs> if you can get a good push with your front four so they can drop seven in a coverage, you win either team. Yes, neither of them are really heavy blitzing defenses. The Bengals are kind of a hybrid that they'll rush five if they're in the 3-4 defense. They'll rush four on a base defense. And they play a lot of... They play a lot of zone and, and sometimes physical zone in a way. And the Rams are kind of a combo coverage type team with Raheem Morris. And they don't blitz very often either. Their base is their 3-4, but they'll maneuver Aaron Donald around anywhere because he can play every position imaginable on that defensive line. And they'll maneuver everything else depending on the, the way the Bengals are countering to their game. Because the Bengals, their strengths of their offensive line are more outside. Their inside is all right, but it's not great in comparison to Aaron Donald and Aishon Robinson and those guys. So they're going to do a lot of blitz counters with that too. And Raheem Morris will maneuver that defense, but they're not going to blitz very often either, especially since a lot of the backup safeties and young linebackers too are going to need to help in coverage too with those corners. And even if the Bengals spread guys around, as Errol mentioned yesterday, outside of the top two corners, they don't have the same depth they used to at the corner position. Mm-hmm. 
They're gonna have to play hard. They're gonna if they they have to throw Odell Beckham off his game early in the game. They don't want him to get confident and be clear that he could beat you on the outside. If he does that, it's he's gonna be a big problem throughout the game. So what they need to do is they need to make sure that they you know Bates is you know is is kind of like trailing behind him and making sure that Odell is not gonna beat him to the outside. If if they do that, that's easier and they, said and, than done. And, yeah, but here's the thing: the one thing you could do to Odell Beckham to throw him off. Is is hit him at the line. If you hit him at the line, he's going to get pissed, and that throws him off right then and there. And we've seen this. How many times? How many times have we seen corners just completely disrupt the way he runs his patterns and his, you know, his his different slants and stuff like that? So. One big one big X factor, I think, from a player perspective for the Bengals defense, I think, is Mike Hilton too, who's a very good slot corner. Again, he's not an elite overall corner, but as a slot corner grade, he's been very good for a while, even back when he was with the Steelers, too. So if they line up Odell in the slot, or even if they line up Cup in the slot to maybe chip, chip him and maybe drop a linebacker back with him, like a Logan Wilson or even Pratt, guys like that, they could definitely roam around with that. But if Hilton can take away a lot of the slot concepts, too, that the Rams love to do in that McVay offense, they could definitely do well defensively, too, where it makes it harder for the for the Rams trips bunch offense, the three receiver sets that they like to do to be activated the same way. And that was lost a lot. Not initially, not, 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 not as much now, now that Odell's gotten going, but when Robert Woods got hurt initially, you definitely saw something lost the first couple games of that. So if the Bengals can get that kind of thing kind of lost again, you definitely see the offense different with the Rams. Have you guys seen this, this girl, she's selling her farts. Did you ever see Oh, that? God. What? Have you seen that? She's selling her farts in a jar. Why like, randomly brought you to... I, I'm just... Because I'm, I'm reading it. She's selling her farts, and now there's another girl that's selling her turds. Ugh, She's a model, like a like a Playboy model. I'm not lying to you. I mean, no, I believe it. It's just nasty. I mean, they're talking like $250, $500 that she's selling her farts. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. Could you imagine that? Would you buy somebody's farts? Hell no. <laughs> Depends who it is. Really? So, well, who would you buy... Who would you buy their farts? If, if it was your favorite athlete, who's your favorite athlete? Odell Beckham. It has to be that. If Odell no, Beckham no, farted uh, in no, a jar, would have, would you no, buy, no, 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 it wouldn't would you have buy to be. Farts? I've heard what Odell likes to do with that stuff. Um, that's a feces joke for those of you who don't get that. I'm sorry. Um, apparently, he likes to be shit on. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, it would need to be somebody like Jordan Brady. It would have to be somebody like. So you would buy. Tom Brady's farts? Oh, yeah. Because that's touched Giselle, too. <laughs> yeah, but that's you're buying somebody's farts. Listen. Hold on. Listen. I don't know how you buy Re- a oh, fart, Listen to this. What... Listen to this. A reality star who sa- says she made 200 k for selling her farts in a mason jar. <laughs> that's a shitty job. 200k, man. Could you, just putting that's a really shitty just job. farting in a jar and handing, you know, selling it to people online. And who says they're even real farts? What if it's just air? No, she's farting, man. Mm. Man, I don't know who these consumers are. God. You wouldn't buy her farts? No. She's pretty hot, by the way. Is she? Yeah. What's her name? I'm trying to read it here. Stephanie Motto. No, I don't know who that is. She's a reality TV star. Oh, there you go. You know? says, I've been selling my farts for years. Mine are only $100 <laughs> each. Has he been? <laughs> I have no would idea. You, Snug, if you were a big kid, I mean, I would probably buy your cat's turd, you know? Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, there's another woman that's actually selling her turds. Hold on. I'm going to find out what her name is. Snug also says, has Tom Brady ever given, ever given Giselle a Dutch oven? Probably. 
Selling probably. I would say. I would say yes. Selling poop in a paw. Hold on. Selling poop in a jar. Drinking bros. All right, we're done here. Thirteen thousand a year. You can earn thirteen thousand a year. Hold on. For Shane and a cup. That's not bad money. Selling your poop. That's not that bad. You can donate blood, plasma, eggs, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to try. There's a whole You can donate thing. shit? You can donate your shit. Yeah. Huh. For 15 grand a year. Oh, done. 13 grand. Done. Yeah. I'm cheap. You're <laughs> cheap? I'm cheap. If you do it, listen, if you do it for 10 How years, many? you make 100,000, you make over 100,000. Right. Like, wait, so what? What does this imply? Like I'm every just, day I'd shit in a jar and send it to, like, how's the job even? I don't know. I'm reading it right now. The screening process can cost up to $5,000. So no, when someone makes it, it through, Smith and his co-founders hold on tight. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's pretty good. Everyone thinks it's great that they're making money doing such an easy thing. <laughs> Speedy, would you shit in a would no. you shit in a jar for thirteen grand? Why? Thirteen it's, grand. If I told you every time you went to the bathroom, I'd give you thirteen thousand dollars. Are you not going to run to the bathroom? Thirteen grand. No one's putting a foot up your ass. It's literally just you shitting into a cup and selling it. Uh, whoever buys it. Fuck. Yeah, they're crazy they're, uh, as hell. Oh, but you're making thirteen grand. Buying. No, no, no. Okay, fine, but no, no. I, I'll I'll, <laughs> se- I'll sell it, but. Uh... For something you do every day anyway. No, I know. I'll, I'll sell it for thirteen thousand. Yeah. I would never buy it anything for thirteen thousand. I didn't say you buy it. If you if you had a okay, that's to... fine. I guess sure. So so you would do it. So. I don't know who would buy it, but I guess there's I enough. Just, I just told you. I guess there's enough weirdos that do. There's a transplant that actually buys people's poop. So there you go, Speedy. Shit in a couple of jars. Send it out over there. Maybe they'll uh, they'll take it and give you thirteen grand. Speedy, are you ready with the music so we can do our picks? All righty. Anything they stop talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> really. Thank you. Jars. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Speedy, you go first. All right, so. We're doing this kind of early, no? It's 1130. Where's Mark Everett Kelly? Where's Nithin? Where's Gerard? Where are all well, these Well, uh, Trey was supposed to come yeah. on. I don't know where he is. Where's the wiseless guy? Did you guy? write to Trey? Yes, I did. Where's the wiseless guy at? The wise, wise ass. How's that? I was going to say that, but I figured you'd use it. So the wise ass. You know, who... But a lot to say and 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 talk trash about Aaron Rodgers, who by the way won the MVP. Is he a uh, Packers fan? Yes, he yes, is. Yes, yes. And he defended Aaron Rodgers for years, and now bashed him for one playoff game in minus I, five I, degrees. I, I get it though. I really do. I understand. don't. Twenty for twenty-seven. It. it doesn't make any sense. Zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns in a snowstorm. No. Below zero, and his best wide receiver, his only wide receiver, was double teamed. So yeah, great. So I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than people expect. I think both these defenses are very, not strength and ter- strength and weaknesses in terms of similar positionally, but concept-wise, they both do well at stopping the inside run, and that's more of the strengths of these particular running backs of this team. The schemes are very similar. Uh, Zach Taylor's going to know stuff with McVay and vice versa. McVay obviously has the coaching edge in this one, and I think for that reason, their, their defensive coordinators will be able to know to take stuff away. So I actually think this will be lower scoring than people expect, where these quarterbacks will do a lot. Cup will do a lot in this game, and Chase will do a lot in this game. I think after the catch more. I think the X factor, though, is the fact of the Rams or the Bengals' secondary depth. Can they get somebody else to step up with the corners? Because the Rams love to spread guys out, especially. 
And Van Jefferson's had a nice postseason. Odell's had a nice postseason where I think they're both going to have their stretches in this game. And I don't think either team really has the tight ends that are really going to take advantage of that. I just think the, the Rams have a little more with their pass rush, a little more where they don't have to, wouldn't have to blitz as often to be able to take it away. I know you're critical of Darius Williams, Errol, but he still played well in the postseason. He had a down regular season in comparison to his standards. Yep. And I don't know if I necessarily trust Awuja or Trey Waynes or somebody like that who's been a little rusty in this in this defense. So I think the Rams will end up ultimately getting more yards as a result. They'll have to settle for field goals, and the Bengals will have to settle for field goals a lot. That's why I think it'll be kind of a red zone stalling game as well. But I do think Cam Akers has had good postseason games as well, and he'll step up receiving as well. So I like the Rams. I think it'll be very close. Game of field goals, lower scoring than people expect. I think 23-20, to 20, Rams win it kind of late. Tyler? Uh, Game-winning field goal four minutes ago, something like that. Four minutes, that's a long time. Yep. So I disagree with everything you just said. I think if the Rams win, this is going to be a high-scoring shootout, old-fashioned, pow-pow-pow, Wild pow, West. Pow, pow. Oh, I like pow, 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 Wild West. Type of uh, welcome is to that Miami. How you beat up uh, Speedy's mom? Is that how you know it? Yeah. Well, that was supposed to be a secret. Oh, I'm so sorry, Speedy. Uh, there you go. So Speedy, you know, he's got some fans. Go ahead. Anywho, um, if the Bengals want to win this game, it will be how Speedy described. Very slug it out. You're going to see Joe Burrow on his back, Matt Stafford on his back. If that game is close going into the fourth quarter, you like Burrow. You like Jamar Chase. They've won together. They have the confidence in each other. Stafford's never won. Odell hasn't won. Cooper Cup hasn't won. Von Miller's won, but he's not going to be on the floor. He, you run away from Von Miller and Aaron Donald, and you run the other way. And you make other guys beat you. If that's what the Bengals can do, I absolutely think the Bengals will win this game. And right now, even Evan McPherson is just, yes, he's the kicker, but I, everyone's so confident in Cincinnati right now, it's kind of hard to throw them off their game. With that being said, I do think Von Miller will be a little too much on the outside. Aaron Donald on the inside. I don't think Joe Mixon's going to be able to just run up the gut free-willing like he did in the past couple of games in the playoffs. And when it comes to depth, I like the Rams receiving core a little bit more. If Higby plays and you make the tight end, uh, Blanton, go back to a second role and you put him as a fourth wide receiver, that only helps the Rams. Odell is coming off his best game in about two years. Cooper Cup is the Offensive Player of the Year. Matt Stafford had his best career year. As long as Matt Stafford is healthy and this Ram team doesn't do anything stupid and they can play with the Linden lines and they can control the game and play the game at their rate, Joe Burrow's got a long, long, long career ahead of him to do this. Stafford's window is right now in the next three years. And there's no guarantee Stafford goes back to that point. And Sean McVay, we've said it all year, He's kind of on a coaching eh, hot seat. I think he's got next year, regardless if they win or lose. Well, now he does because they're in the Super Bowl. But I, I still think you, if he doesn't win this year, they're never going to win. So he's going to get fired. Maybe, so. maybe not. We'll see with that. Raheem Morris, how he didn't get a job interview, I don't understand. The guy's done an amazing, amazing job taking over Wade Phillips' defense after uh, they lost Chargers. Brandon Staley. Yeah. Brandon Staley's defense. So, I mean, I think this team right now is just clicking on all cylinders. I think the Rams win this game. I do think the score will be close, but I don't think the game will ever be as exciting as fans expect because young teams get jittery. I'm going to say Rams 34, Bengals 24. Mm, interesting. I think this game could go back and forth. I think, obviously, Joe Burrow is going to have to be, have a big game. He's going to really have to show up like he did last week in the second half with Kansas City. 
You do not. You want to. If if I were the Rams, I try to keep the game very very close in the first half, and then try to pull away in the second half. You do not want to give Joe Burrow a reason to try to make that comeback again. He, he had a problem with Oakland. He made that comeback, and he and he beat Oakland in the second half of the game. The thing about Joe Burrow's that makes him special is is the fact that he has he's been the comeback king king uh, in the playoffs. He could throw the ball. He's got some weapons. Boyd, Jamar Chase. I, even with Ramsey on Jamar Chase, I think I still think Jamar Chase could get a touchdown. I still think Jamar Chase could cause havoc in the secondary. And and listen, Boyd has not really shown up all season long. He's still a very dangerous player at over 800 yards, a couple of touchdowns this year. I think Boyd is a very big, important piece to this puzzle if they have a chance to win. I think Joe Burrow has proven that he can win the big game, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals pull this game out. But the Rams being at the home team, even though there'll be Bengal fans there, and really, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and and, and the the ability I'm they can get at the quarterback. I, I think uh, in the big picture, the Rams defense is better than the Bengals offensive line, and that that's a huge uh, a, a huge part of where this game is going to go. Now, if the Rams if the Rams can't get to Joe Burrow's and can't put any any pressure on Joe Burrow. I absolutely believe that the Bengals could win. And you want to bet on the Bengals because the Bengals are like four and a half underdogs in this game. So uh, you can win a lot of money. Jeff was telling me you can win a lot of money. So, uh, I mean, I want to see the Bengals win, but I think this is the Rams' year. I think this is Matthew Stafford's year. I think if the Rams have a chance to win, finally have a chance to win, it's this year. There's no Tom Brady. There's no Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing you have to worry about. This is probably the easiest way you could have gone to the Super Bowl and had a chance to win. I, I just... I, I don't see it any going anywhere else, but I, I think Joe Mixon is going to play a big part. Bet on Joe Mixon to get 100 yards in this game and play a very good game. I think the Rams are going to have problems stopping him. And Jalen Ramsey, who has not looked healthy throughout the playoffs, I do believe Jamar Chase will beat him a couple of times and maybe score a touchdown against him. This is not the same Jalen Ramsey that was playing in the beginning of the season. So it's either injury or maybe he's just getting old and he's just not the same player. I don't know. I think it's injury. Because he's still young. Yeah, he's young. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I don't know. But I got the Rams in this game. I think it's going to be very, very close. Uh, close. I do not think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't. I think it's going to be under 48 points. Um, I could see this game 24-21, uh, 24-23, uh, or 27-26. I could see a very – it's going to be the battle of the kickers, too. Gay's a good kicker. He was a, a pro Bowl player. McPherson was a pro ball player. You have two of the best kickers in this game that can kick 50, 60 yards. And also, who's going to throw that uh, trick play that's going to cost another team a chance to, to, you know, to stay in this game? Because that I think rhetorical? The, what? I'm sorry? Was that rhetorical? No, I'm being serious. I, I'll dial back in June. If the Bengals, if the Bengals score this, uh, you know, trick play or even the L.A. Rams, I believe the L.A. Rams has something up their sleeve. I think you're going to see at least Beckham Jr. throwing a deep ball to Cooper Cup uh, on it now. Uh, well, okay, we'll see. And if it doesn't, you got to stick a football up your ass. How's that? Sound? I didn't agree to that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck but, says, "Oh God, sorry." No, I got the Rams in this game. So go ahead. Uh, Stuck says, "If you are a better, take the Rams on the money line. Don't trust them to cover more than three and a half against a Bengals team with swagger." What if they sell a Super Bowl winning fart jar? Uh, every each player who would fart in the jar immediately after the game. Is it better than a ring? <laughs> How about Tom Brady's uh, retiring ass? Farts well, I'm sure Snug would love that. Fifty-six players gets uh, a Tom Brady fart jar. How's that? How much do you think Tom Brady will sell his fart? A million dollars. Million dollars a jar? No. No, no. Uh, one jar. One jar, three hundred bucks. What do you think? 
500 for John Tom Brady's fart. And I'm his marketer, yeah. Nobody's going to buy that for 500 bucks. Yeah, you'd be amazed. You, maybe that's about it. No, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if you could get a sperm, I think you'd do it. Well, maybe. I, I think you would. Maybe. I think anybody would. I, uh, they should. <laughs> what the cool. hell was that? It's a hiccup. Oh, it sounds like a mouse. A mouse? Yeah. A mouse? Like Mickey Mouse. You like mouses? I hate mice. How about rats? hate rats. You are a rat. How? You just are. I've never rat anybody out in my life. I didn't say you ratted, but you kind of, you know, Resemble a rat? Yeah, no, you're like a rodent, you know? You know what a rodent is, right? A rat. No, they're not just rats. They're mouses. They're, they're mices. They're moles. Mices. You know? <laughs> you know, I, I think you... A ferret is a rodent. You're a rodent. I'm a ferret. I'll take a ferret. Hey, look who it hey, is. Hey, Trey has arrived. The Lark Dark. You could you could bring the, the music down. The Lark Dark. Oh dear God. What's up, fellas? What's look up, fellas? Look who decides to show up. The, the wisest guy has arrived. I don't know the wise the wise ass guy. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, I, let, can I can I get a piece of him first? Aaron Rodgers is overrated. Please don't make me do this to you again. Oh God. <laughs> I, I, you know I, what? I, tonight, I, tonight. I'm not on the show to defend Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. I'm actually on here to criticize Aaron Rodgers because I was listening to the show last night. Earl, you should be ashamed of yourself. He should be. be. Errol, not Earl. Errol. Oh, he hates that. Errol, Errol, you should E-Roll. be ashamed. DJ Rolo. <laughs> all those excuses you were making for Aaron Rodgers last night on the show. Like, you know better than that because we have to hold all-time greats accountable, right? So let me make my point. This year, I know Aaron Rodgers just won NFL MVP, but it was probably one of the more meaningless NFL MVPs I've ever seen a quarterback win because on the season, he had 37 touchdowns, four interceptions, had over 4,000 passing yards, completed 69% of his passes. We know Aaron Rodgers always has a great touchdown-interception ratio, and he was ranked at the top of the list as far as NFL rankings go when it comes to quarterbacks in the regular season. But in a postseason, the man could beat the 49ers, and the defense held the 49ers to only 13 points, and seven of those 13 points came off a special teams touchdown. The Packers' defense did their job. Aaron Rodgers was the number one seed in the NFC. Home playoff game at Lambeau Field. As a Packers fan, Aaron Rodgers let us down. 20 for 27, cold, the wind chill. It was a negative 10 in the game. It started snowing. And by the way, it's not his fault his special team stunk. It's not his fault that his field goal kicker couldn't kick a field goal. It's not his fault that he got a punt, the punt return that his, his special teams couldn't see the ball. It's not his fault that Lazar dropped the ball in the end zone. It wasn't his fault. Here's the fault of what this team was. They couldn't stop. They couldn't protect him. He was hit by Joey Bo- I mean, Nick Bosa. He was hit by these guys. He, there was pressure on him. It's not his fault that he, he's in the pocket and the pocket, the pocket collapses. Now, Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 27, 225 yards in a snowstorm, under zero. Go look at the past NFL games when you, you have below zero game and snowing. 
How many game, How many touchdowns are thrown in those games? There's only one game that really stood out to me that I remember that there were more than two touchdowns thrown in that game. So to say that Aaron Rodgers, he let you down, no. The, the weather let the, the, the Packers down. Stop. That's what happened. Stop. And Stop. Just, Guess what? When you're an all-time great, you have to be able to overcome obstacles. Oh, yeah? I saw oh, yeah? this year Tell in the playoffs. Tell that to Brett Favre. I, Tell that to on, Brett Favre. I saw this year in the playoffs. I saw Matthew Stafford Tell that to Peyton Manning. Hold on, no. I, I saw Tell Matthew that to Stafford. Dan Marino. Stafford overcame four fumbles against the Buccaneers in the division around the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow overcame Patrick Mahomes. He didn't in play. His house. Hold on one second. It was an 18 point deficit. It, it, was, on, it wasn't negative five, negative 10, wind chilling, snowing over there. What are but, you talking about? If Aaron Rodgers. teams played in that if, weather. If, if he Aaron, played in that yeah, weather, and, and that's all his right. Career. That's right. right. And, right. Jimmy, and Jimmy Garoppolo was horrible in that game. He won. Uh, he won because but of the defense won. and the special teams. And he's got the same playoff win percentage as playing. Pat Mahomes. He's been He's been playing in that weather his entire career. Oh, if anything, oh, oh, if hold anything, on, hold on. being oh, at home, hold wait a minute, on. hold on. If anything, it's supposed to be an advantage for, for the Packers. Uh, no, no, you're absolutely wrong. Now, you, you look at it, when, and everybody knows high this. High five me, my man. Everybody knows this. You can high five all you want. Everybody knows this. It doesn't matter when it's snowing and it's cold and the, and the ground is hard. It doesn't matter. It, nobody has an advantage in that game. It, it really is the running backs. It's the battle of the running backs. Aaron Jones couldn't run the ball, so they had to throw and pitch him the throw. And 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 obviously San Francisco's off their their running backs were hurt. But here's the thing, I, I thought I thought it was all about the special teams. It was all about everything. And and let's be honest, the San Francisco special teams was that much better than Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers special teams. You want to say it's because oh he's played there, he's played in this weather before. There are not many players that have played in below ten weather, snowing. And it's slippery and hard ground in a playoff game. There's not many games like that. And to say, and you bring up Joe Burrow in Kansas City, it was 37 degrees in Kansas City. If Aaron Rodgers was there, he throws three or four touchdowns in that game. Give me a break. He would have threw 20 for 27 25 yards. I'm sorry? I said he was down 18 points at one point in the AFC Championship. Yeah, I, I, you're right. And Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be wouldn't have been down. He would have been now, up 18 what about, points. What about Stafford? Stafford had to overcome four fumbles. It wasn't snowing over Aaron there. Rogers. It wasn't cold. What are you not comprehending? Yeah, it, it Brady. Hey, hey. Tom Brady overcame a 24-point deficit. Uh, uh, you're right. In the sun. In the heat. In Tampa. Well, listen. You will have more of an argument if they weren't playing in Tom Brady's Green Bay, like that. these are elements that that Aaron Rodgers has played in his entire career. Oh, so because oh. he's played in the elements, he's never played in this kind of element. I'm saying this. He even said it. He's never played in a game that that cold and that snowy in a game in a playoff game. He never played in a playoff I'm game that way. Was all sincerity. Oh, stop! At some point, you put the pressure at on somebody. Point, Get out of here. They had no weapons. Devontae Adams is the only weapon there. They stink offensively without him. Lazar sucks. Their offense stinks. Lazar was wide open on a few plays. Yeah, he should have caught the ball. He should have caught the ball in the end zone. Why? It's not his fault he dropped the ball. All I'm saying is, and I mean this with all sincerity, there needs to be a petition that Aaron Rodgers needs to change his number from 12. He shouldn't be allowed to wear the same number as the GOAT. Tom Brady Brady and him should not be. That's a different discussion. That's a different discussion right there. Because I still believe in Aaron Rodgers. I want well, he's back gone, so don't believe in him year. anymore. He's leaving. He's not leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving. He, oh, you know what? After that performance in the playoffs, he better not leave. He's leaving. He owes us. He's he leaving. owes us. He's leaving. No, he owns Chicago. He doesn't own you anything. 
No, he owes. Owes. Oh, oh, he oh. owes us Packer oh, fans. No. I'll tell you what he, he owes. owes. I'll tell you what he'll send you. He'll send you a piece of his fart in a jar. How's that sound? That's the new gig around that's here. Nice, that's what we'll do. We'll, he'll, we'll have Aaron fart in a jar for you, and you can hold that as a Super Bowl MVP. It's only, been, it's only been two quarterbacks in NFL history mm-hmm. who's ever won four or more NFL MVPs. Yeah, that is Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Yes. I, just witnessed, I just witnessed Aaron Rodgers receive the most meaningless NFL MVP I have ever seen a player receive, ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happened, yeah, with Peyton, what happened with Peyton Manning? He also left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, and then, and then, like, this idea, too, it. this is Let's another thing it. I want to talk about. Let's go. Let's you guys go. last night was trying to pretend like Odell Beckham won't have an impact in the Super Bowl. He won't. I, I didn't say that. I said Van Jefferson. I said Van Jefferson was a better matchup for the Bengals he secondary. He They're Odell haters. No, no, no. They, I like Odell. I like, I didn't want to trade it. I, I agreed with you on that. No, he yeah. won't. Trey, you'll see. He won't. I just like the matchup okay. for Van no, Jefferson listen, listen better. That's all. Listen to this, fat. Listen to this, fellas. And. Six games with the Browns. Mm-hmm. Odell had 17 receptions, 232 receiving yards, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And 10 games with the Rams, he got 48 receptions, 541 receiving yards, six touchdowns. Oh, Odell still can play. The reason why Odell was struggling was because Baker Mayfield was his quarterback. First of all, this year, first of all, first of all, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Odell Beckham the whole season only had 540, uh, you know, yards. So I don't know where you get your numbers. It's only 300 yards he had when he went to the Rams, and he only had like five touchdowns throughout the season. Uh, Higgins is the better player. Higgins is going to be the guy that really stands out in this game out of all all the secondary wide receivers. I think Higgins is the most dangerous. Higgins out of all. is better than Odell. Oh, absolutely is. Absolutely Stop. is. They're Odell haters. Stop. Let them absolutely just let them talk. It'll, it'll all How much do you want to bet? How much do you want to bet Higgins has a better game than Odell Beckham? I'm not going to do that. How much? How much you want to bet? How much did you, you want to bet, buddy? Did you see Odell in the championship? I don't give a crap. I want to bet you. So, 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 okay, let me ask you this. Do you think Odell is washed? No, no, I think he could play. I, I still think he could play. I, I just don't think. I don't think he's going to be a big, big part of this game. I think because I think what the Bengals are going to do is they know that Cooper Cup is going to beat them one way or another. He's going to get his hundred yards. He's going to get his one touchdown. If they can consistently keep Cooper Cup to one touchdown and 100 yards and shut down Odell Beckham, they're going to win the game, okay? And the Bengals know that. So that's what they'll do. They're going to shut down the weaker link. Let's be honest. Cooper Cup is way better than Odell Beckham, and everybody knows it. So they right can, now, yes. argue. No, right he absolutely now, is. Yes. He absolutely is. So what right they're going to do, you can't contain Cooper Cup. They triple-teamed Cooper Cup in certain parts of that game last uh, two weeks ago. They still couldn't stop him. So they know that they're not going to be able to stop him. So what they'll do is they'll shut down the other option. That's Odell. Odell is not going to score a touchdown in this game. I trust Odell Beckham to have a better game in the Super Bowl than T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Okay. I really, really do. Let's make a bet. I really, really do. Let's make a bet. I'll hit you up tomorrow. All I'll right. hit you up tomorrow. Let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. Now, if you lose, we're going to have to do one of these funny bets. I, you know, Maybe you have to wear a clown outfit for your show. <laughs> <laughs> I already, got, I already got to wear a Joe Burrow jersey on uh, my show tomorrow. Oh, stop! Stop, stop crying! That's Joe Burrow, man. He's he's part of know, Cincinnati. But, yeah, you know, but, you know, but but he's called the Bengals hater to to on him for his fan base. And you know, you guys know I'm, I'm I live here in Cincinnati, so I've been trash talking Bengal fans for thirty years, and so now they got bragging rights on me. Yeah, not <laughs> yet. I doubt it. I, I wouldn't say bragging rights, but 
You know what you got to do? We'll figure it out. But I think a clown suit would be good for you, you know? <laughs> they got bragging rights because of Aaron Rodgers. That's why. <laughs> had he played better Had he played better against the Niners, I know we, we would have won in the NFC Championship against the Rams. We already beat the Rams this year. The simple playoff format for Green Bay is avoid San Francisco in the playoffs. <laughs> it's the weather. It was the You're weather. Right. Again. You're right. He's right. He's right. He's right. Did you just say think, Tyler's right? I think the, I'm Tyler's right about that. I think the of, of the Packers playoff losses, I think only two of them, the Falcons and the Giants in Aaron Rodgers' tenure were not to NFC West teams. Does, yeah. You know, if you want yeah. the you know what you should have Seattle too and uh the Cardinals twice. <laughs> you know what you should have just go four, four times. times. Yeah. Should have uh, They lost to the Seahawks in the NFC Championship. Right, that's what I'm saying. They lost to the Cardinals twice, the Seahawks was and the Niners four times. You should have a segment on your show called the Wise Duff, okay? And that's what it be. And and it, you know what a duff is, right? Yeah, I know what a duff is. What's a duff? <laughs> I know what a duff is. Speedy, I'm what's not, a duff? I'm not, why would I need to have that on my show? No, the wise duff. You know, you could have Tyler the segment, the wise duff. The wise duff. Did you, did you he, guys, did you guys he's taking new comedic classes, and he wants to know how they're going. They're not going well. We <laughs> keep telling him to take his money, but he's not listening. Hey, listen, if you want me to stick a, you know, a mic up your ass. See, there it is again. Up, you know? There it is. What was that? If it's not duff, it's up the ass. That's oh, right. well, it's, and, uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, you, you should know you're the duff. Right? What does that you, do with did you guys like that? already give your uh, Super Bowl prediction? Yes, we did. What, what do you got? What do you got for what, the Super Bowl? What, are you asleep at the wheel here? I got to save mine for my show in the morning. I okay. got to save mine for my show. We all got the Rams. I want the Bengals to win, but we all got the Rams. I think the game will be very, very close. We all think the game will be very, very close. It'll come down to, at the end of the game, if, if Aaron Donald and Von Miller could put pressure on Joe Burrows and throw him outside the pocket and make him make silly throws – I think the Rams are the better team. Now, offensively, I'm giving it to the Bengals. But I, I, it's all about Joe Burrow consistently all year round, and, and every analytics will tell you, Joe Burrow holds the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. He does. He so, does. Oh, he has to. That offensive line is garbage. You know, so if, if he does that in this game, I'm telling you, the, the Rams know that. Uh, they're going to they're gonna cause havoc for him. And I, Von Miller, you do not want to hold the ball longer than two seconds with Von Miller coming off the edge because he's yeah. going to spin, he's going to hit you, he's going to put pressure on you. I think there'll be a safety in this game. I think there'll be a couple of trick plays. Don't be surprised. And I think you might see a wide receiver throw a touchdown. He says it's Odell Beckham. I could see Jamar Chase throwing a touchdown in this game. I, I, I think really uh, Burrow was sacked the league high 51 times this year. Yes, he did. What's your score? I think it's under 48. The under over right now, the, the spread is 48. I think 23-21, 24-21. I think the game is v- low scoring. I think it's going to be a very defensive game. I think whoever, whatever running game is persistent in the fourth quarter, wins the game. So, I, 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 Who's your I Super Bowl MVP? Who's my Super Bowl MVP? Well, it'll be the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. I'll, I'll take Cup. I'm going to take Cup for MVP. Matthew Stafford. When's the last time a receiver won NFL? Edelman. Super Julian Edelman MVP. against the Rams. Edelman. Three years ago. Yeah. Okay. I, I, well. okay. I'm going to say Matthew Stafford because it usually goes to the quarterback. So I'm going to say Matt. He What's your score, Speedy? I have 23-20 Rams. I think they'll be settling for field goals a lot because the Bengals' red zone offense has still been an issue <laughs> as McPherson kicks 12 field goals in the postseason. Bengals' front seven's good enough. They have a very talented front four. Logan Wilson's a, a very good young linebacker. I think they'll be able to stop them in the red zone in certain instances. I think Cup gets a big play touchdown and have 120-something yards, and that's why I have to have him as MVP. And I think the Bengals will stall. Like like Errol saying, Burrow takes sacks. I think it will take some sacks in the red zone, and they'll settle for field goals. I just 
like the coaching edge with McVay more because I think Zach Taylor's play calling has held the Bengals back in certain instances too. Even in the AFC Championship game, I didn't really it like it. It won't be because of Zach Taylor and why they lose. It's really strategic and what this offensive line could do to hold on and keep Aaron Donald, him and Von Miller off of him. If they do that, Joe Burrow is going to have a field day with that defense, especially at secondary. The Rams' secondary is not anything to brag about, as we saw I with agree. the Buccaneers. I actually believe they, they, they're talking about they're going to have Ramsey on Chase. I don't think Ramsey can, can guard Chase. I don't think so. They're either. not going to have him on Chase really, the whole game. The Bengals have been good at moving Chase around throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. As good as as good as Chase is, uh, I mean, as good as I'm sorry, as good as Ramsey is, this is a different. Uh, you know, a different animal going up against chasing his speed. Tyler, what's your score on your Super Bowl MVP? 34-24, and I disagree with everything you just said. I think Jalen Ramsey wants Jamar Chase. Who your MVP? Based on my score, it would probably be Stafford, but don't be surprised yeah. if it's Aaron Donald or Von Miller. Or if they score 30 points, it's going to be Matthew Stafford. You don't know. Agreed, Von yeah. Miller gets two strip sacks or a touchdown or that whatever like matter. that. doesn't matter. They're going to give it to the quarterback. If Matthew Stafford throws three touchdowns in this game, and he throws close to 300 yards to giving it to Matthew. Even Super Bowl 46 with the Giants, I actually thought Justin Tuck should have won it. They gave it to Eli Manning. Last year, that Buccaneers defense, they held Mahomes to only nine points. And they it gave should it have been Devin White. No, I know, because there wasn't one individual standout. Like, they had a collective team standout with yeah, some, with, with a lot of different players. Like, I, it's weird because I think if the if Atlanta held on and won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, Grady Jarrett could have won MVP. He had three sacks in that game. And then if the Panthers beat the Broncos, Cody Ely, three sacks in an interception This in is going to be a lot probably be- wins MVP. This is going to be a lot better game than last year's. Trust me. You know what, fellas? Uh, I'm not going to get my score out, but I actually agree with Speedy. And Earl here, uh, I think this is going to be more of a 24-21 type of feel. I don't see it. I don't see either team getting to 30. I don't think so either. I, I, I don't think they're going to get to Everybody thinks that this is going to be high scoring because of Joe Burrow and, and obviously Matthew Stafford and, 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 and Burrow, what he's done the last couple of weeks, especially against Kansas City. I think this is going to be a battle of the defenses. I think what defense makes the most mistakes in the second half. That's going to be – and the kickers – both of them are very good kickers. Gay can kick 50 yards. We know McPherson can kick 50 yards. So, and I, I'm i telling you right now, McPherson, and you could bet on this. Put this on DraftKings. McPherson will miss his first field goal in the playoffs in this game. Mark my words. He will miss an easy chip shot in this game. I can't see game. McPherson missing any field goals. Watch this. I, I, I Remember I said this. It happens in the game. I'm if gonna... this happens to Evan McPherson, I'm never coming on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little witchcraft. You're a witch, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's Anywho, we we'll stick this. We we'll stick this where the sun doesn't shine. You know, you know. Stick it. <laughs> stick it right over here. Oh, you, you got it over here. How about your ear? You want to stick it in your? How ear? many more minutes we got? We got a couple more minutes. We I want to ask you guys something. Let's let's switch sports. Okay, go ahead. Let's talk about the Lakers and their situation right now with Russell Westbrook, fellas. Hmm. So you know, last night the Lakers hit rock bottom. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers, 107-105. Russell Westbrook didn't play last night. Lakers didn't make any moves today at the trading deadline. So what do you guys, you know, look at right now when it comes to the Lakers and their current state? Tyler, you can go start off first. Yeah, Tyler's a Laker fan, so let's go. Where do I start? Uh, they fell victim of the LeBron James crypto. I, I mean, this is just what happens, LeBron. If there's a LeBron James crypto, I want to buy some. Well, <laughs> apparently not because you're not going to win anything and your team's going to be obliterated so he can leave. This is what they wanted. Uh, they tried to trade Russ. No one wanted him. They wanted to do John Wall. The Rockets said fine. Uh, the Lakers said give us a first-round pick. The Rockets said absolutely not. 
You're lucky we even want to take the contract at all. John Wall was sitting there like, trade me, trade me. LeBron was like, trade him, trade him. Russ was like, trade me, trade me. And the GMs were like, nah, you're both going to sit here and be miserable. The Lakers are going to be an abomination. Anthony Davis uh, and LeBron will get them into the playoffs. Why would Russ want to go back to Houston anyways? He just doesn't want to be there. I don't understand why everyone was so shocked that Russ and LeBron don't work together. I told you this when the trade was. They don't make sense. Russ nah, wants to don't. take the ball up and dominate and slash and dash. LeBron wants to do the same thing. Neither one of them are reliant jump shots. Like, what do you? What did you really expect? This is exactly what I thought would happen. Now, Anthony Davis has kind of regressed a little bit, which is scary. Does that mean he just is saving himself, or maybe he doesn't want to be there? Because we've seen big guys get, you know, kind of shunned by LeBron at times. A.A. Chris Bosh, A.A. Kevin Love. I don't think Chris Bosh has ever been shunned by LeBron James. No, but not not like... Kevin Love has. But yeah, not but not Chris like Bosch. not professionally. I mean, all on the court. There no, were even not, there on were the night, court. There were nights LeBron didn't look at him or they game-planned around him just being a decoy. It's and looking, kind of, not looking at him averaging 19, 20 points a game, 10 rebounds, and three assists. And option, Chris Bosh is also the reason LeBron left Miami. His health, his health was the biggest reason that thing blew up. That, absolutely. And that's not Chris Bosh's fault. No, it's not Chris Bosh's fault at all. It's not anybody's fault. Speedy, what do you think about the Lakers situation? Uh, before, I do, before I answer your question, I'll just read some of the comments. Uh, Snooki says, ha-ha, the Earl legend grows. Uh, ben says, MVP, Rodgers MVP win is a great trade. And uh, Blades versus Dawkins in main event at USC in Columbus, March something. I comic got cut off. Like that, baby. Uh, Trey, like to, that. Answer, to answer your question, I think they're stuck with him, obviously, for, for this year with the trade deadline just passing. And I think the role is going to be something that Frank Vogel will have to determine towards the end of the oh, season more. Well, Vogel's, you think he'll fired. be gone this he's late fired. in the season? He's fired. This late he's in the season? No, uh, he, he's going to get fired the day after they get eliminated from the playoffs. Well, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm saying for this season. I'm talking about from a, a playoff standpoint. They they might have to use him off the bench more. Maybe have him man the second unit and let LeBron be the playoff LeBron in the playoffs as the point guard. If they make the playoffs. If they make it. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll at least be a play-in team. I don't think they'll do very well if they're a, a 7 through a 10 seat in the playoffs. Mark my words. You ready to hear this? The, this Laker team is a lot better than people think they are, and if the Lakers make the playoffs, they're going to make a run. If they're not, Remember didn't I you said just that. say they? If, if, didn't you just if, say if, if they, they make the if playoffs? they make the playoffs? That's right. If they make the playoffs, mark my words. The Lakers make the playoffs. Don't be surprised if they make a run. If they're not a play-in team, if they're a play-in team and have to go through the extra games, the extra wear and tear, I'm worried about them. But if they're a five, if they're a six, maybe they can they can win a game. They'll probably lose to the Suns or the Warriors after that. Teams that can shoot better because the Lakers have had trouble with shooting outside of LeBron James this year, and occasionally some guys off the bench, but really none of them have been consistent. And maybe that's again, maybe that's another reason for Russell Westbrook to come off the bench. Maybe to get those bench guys going, be more of a facilitator, and that let LeBron be the facilitator for the starters, and let the guys that have had some playoff success have the playoff success. And I think that'll be up for Vogel to determine. I don't think there's one set starter bench type thing outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis though. But if they're a five seed, if they're a six seed, they might win around and be pesky in the playoffs if they're fully healthy. But maybe Anthony Davis isn't fully healthy either. Maybe he rushed back from the is injury. This James Harden thing is growing legs, baby. Woohoo! You know, Tyler, you know, he's, he's fallen in love. He's fallen in love with Benny Simmons, man. He, he's about to get on his knees and tell him he loves him. Are you going to propose to Ben Simmons? What the hell? Who are you <laughs> Ben Simmons? Are you, you're going to propose to Ben Simmons. Why? Because you just love the trade. I don't love the trade. I think it's a loss-loss. Well, I, I it's a lose-lose for both teams. I think it's a win-loss for both teams. What? It's a win-loss. 
It can't be a win-loss yeah, for both teams. It's a win-loss. It's either a win-win or it's a lose-lose no, or a win-loss. The Sixers loss. win or the Nets win. Yeah, it can't be a win-loss for it's both a win teams. Loss. I didn't say for both teams. I said it's a win-loss. For both teams, you said. No. He said the Sixers won the trade. Mm-hmm. He just said win-loss for both teams. I know. He worded it weirdly, but yeah. He knows. I'm, I, think, I know most people believe that the Sixers won the trade. They but did. I think the trade is honestly a, a, a little bit more even than most people think, honestly. I think... Brooklyn gets Ben Simmons. I know Ben Simmons can't shoot, but I believe Simmons honestly is going to be. A, I think he's going to be a good fit with the Nets. There's two teams. Will I believe, huh? He will be. The problem with Ben yeah. Simmons is when Ben Simmons gets in his diva attitude, him, and Kyrie, and KD are going to be like, oh "God, God damn it again." <laughs> the, re- the, reason, the reason why I think Simmons is a good fit in Brooklyn is the same reason why I thought he would be a good fit with the Golden State Warriors because the Warriors got shooters in Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Nets got shooters in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, so he doesn't have to worry about being able to shoot from the perimeter like he had to in Philly. He can play good lockdown you perimeter need, defense. You need offense from him if you plan to be competitive in the Eastern Conference, and just I don't think they're going to get enough of it. But they did get Seth Curry in a trade, too. Seth Curry, get get out of here. I don't understand what's the love. Fest. He's been a good bench player this yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see how he is in a starting a role. role I love, I Why love are you fest. disrespecting He's not him? Start. This love fest for well, Seth Curry. You're Seth? Yeah. Come on now. I think he will. I think he'll start eventually just because Harris has Listen, struggled. This Seth year. came from my dookies, okay? When Harris he comes came from back, my it's dookies. Be Kyrie. All right. Simmons. Uh, I think you, I think Harris, everybody's blowing Katie, Seth Curry out of, out of the or, water on this one. He's um, not Steph. Class, no, so. nobody said he is. He's just a good bench player. I don't think he's as good as you think. They said they said Doc Rivers canceled Sixers practice today so he could say goodbye to his grandkids. Say goodbye to whose grandkids? You know Seth is married to Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I didn't know that. No, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, they already did. They I guess that was incentive to bring him in at that point, even though, they, I don't know, that could, that could cause feud. Then again, Doc Rivers also coached his own son, too, so. Yeah. yeah. Don't be surprised if he goes and plays with Steph. Who? Don't be surprised if Seth goes and plays with Steph. Oh, Seth and Steph well, love each other. Love child, baby. Well, love child. That was, that's been due to happen for a long time, and it never happened now. So I'm actually disappointed Speed, in James Harden. Speedy, would you have a threesome with Steph and Seth? No. No? He might, though. I think he would. I think he would. I think he'd have a love fest for him. But, you know, what would you do? What, who would you, you know, who would you fondle? Steph or what? Seth? Who would you fondle? One or the other? I mean, neither. I mean, how much, how much have I had to drink? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. If you if you feed him enough drinks, I mean, head, and a little strawberry heady. I mean, right know. now I prefer the peanut butter screwball. <laughs> that's what he likes. He likes the peanut butter screwball. That screwball is uh, good, fellas. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Before we get out of here, I'm disappointed in James Harden. Mm-hmm. I think James Harden is a bailer because we, we saw him bail on the Houston Rockets, even though the Houston Rockets weren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He showed up the camp out of shape, like he was not, you know, in the proper Condition to be a basketball player yep. when he showed up. Zion. And then this year, Kevin Durant's been injured, and I know they lost nine straight games. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is only a part time player, can't play in home games. But Kevin Durant was on his way back. Help was on the way. I thought this was an opportunity for James Harden to turn back into the NBA MVP, James Harden, like he was in Houston, and try to carry the Brooklyn Nets team to a few wins before. Kevin Durant returns back to the floor. He doesn't want to work and maybe that hard. Possibly, and maybe possibly they may lift the mandates in the state of New York 
and Kyrie can play home games. No never, way happening. It's never going to this happen. This state is screwed. We're screwed. No, it might not. I was, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm disappointed in Harden. Fact, Harden's going to be a little bit more We have an apostle. The fact that Kyrie thinks that that's going to happen just shows you how dumb he really is. I mean, he does think the earth is flat. I thought right? you forgave him for this. I did. But, he, you know, listen, he is dumb. I mean, there are some dumb things that come out of his mouth. There is no way in hell they're taking that mandate off here in New York. The masks are going to come off. It, the, the masks are real. Yeah, you can't force somebody to wear a mask. But the mandating... Uh, taking, but really, who wore a mask? They're going to they're gonna could, mandate that forever. But that, I still I still think Harden should have been a little bit more patient, though. He should have. With the next situation. He should have. But he realized <laughs> yeah. that the point was pointed at him. Because Kyrie's not there all the time, and Kevin Durant's the best player in the world right now to some people. There's no way in hell they were going to let James Harden go. Because he blew up Houston... Now he blew up Brooklyn. If he doesn't win in Philly, he's going to get a very bad aura attached to him. He's playing with Doc. Doc doesn't win for crap, so give me a break. I agree. I agree. I think think he's going to have the most pressure more than any other superstar to win a championship this year. Mm. He's not winning. I mean, he's forced forced his way out of two situations in back-to-back seasons. You know what's so funny? Even last year in the playoffs, he was – he was injured with a hamstring injury. So mm-hmm. it was Kevin Durant by himself that literally dragged the Brooklyn Nets to a seven-game series against Milwaukee Bucks. This uh-uh. this this trade only helps one team, and it, it, it solidifies that Milwaukee's going to the finals again this year. <laughs> because now the Nets got worse. The Nets got worse. The Bucks are not coming out of the East. I, I, Miami, I don't, Mi- I don't know. The Miami Heat right now are playing great basketball, okay. and they're beat up. All right. You, they are. You, you want to you bet that Miami doesn't come out of these? I bet you Miami goes further than you think they do. Okay, they go further than the Bucs. I would think Miami I could will, upset I, the I'll parlay with you guys. So let, let, let's do this. What, what was the bet that we were going to have? You know that you Aaron Rodgers versus Aaron Rodgers the field for everything. Yes. My, I think Aaron Rodgers, no matter where he goes next year, is going to be the MVP again. All right. And I'll you said you, you have gladly, the field. I'm gladly the taking the rest and of the I NFL. I have that Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee will go. They will go further than Miami this year in the playoffs. Okay. So this bet will take a full year. We'll have a parlay. If Tyler loses, he's got to sleep in the same bed as Seth and Steph. <laughs> Do I get to interview them? Do you get to interview him? I think Seth is a good chance we can get him to interview. Steph likes to, you know, he he likes to play that he's some kind of superstar. He man. is some superstar. Yeah, well, I don't believe he is. I what just, do you mean? He's just he's a basketball like the player. Second or third highest selling jersey. Who's gonna win the West? Is it gonna be Phoenix or Golden State? Phoenix. Golden State. Phoenix. Golden State. Oh, Phoenix, definitely. I, I love that. Chris I, Paul can't beat Steph Curry. Uh, okay, uh, really? Okay. Uh, uh, tell them to t- tell that to him this year. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll have to because Steph Curry's already beaten Chris Paul. How many times? Uh, Chris Paul has beat him this year, buddy. Mm-mm. Sure. Yes. Sure. In the meaningless regular season. I'm telling you sure. right now, this this team has more depth than Golden State. And I, I depth? love I don't know about depth. Uh, I, I do. I, I they might have that. more scoring off that. the bench, but depth, that I don't team know. got a lot of depth. Phoenix has more depth, and I'm taking I'm taking Chris Paul as the point guard over Steph Curry any day. I'll parlay that, too. And I believe if these two teams faced off against each other in a seven-game series, I think Devin Booker would be the best player on the floor. With Clay, let's let's make a little let's add that at to this the point in his career. Yeah, let's add that right. to the poll. Oh, but Clay, Clay will be clamping him down or locking him down. Locking who? As, no, not not not. I don't mean by shutting him out, but I mean he'll be playing defense on Devin Booker. Good luck on that with his. Uh, and then, what if DeAndre Aiden actually plays at a high level? 
He I has to. James right. Wiseman will be back by then. Oh, James Wiseman. Oh, stop. Stop. Get out. stop. Hold on. Wait a minute. Nope. Hold on. No. Wait. DeAndre James Ayton struggles Wiseman. with centers against size. James Wiseman. Now give me a break. DeAndre Ayton struggles against centers his size. <laughs> did you just say James Wiseman? I mean, like, the guy hasn't played all season long. If James know, right? Wiseman comes back. Come on now, you guys can love that, but James Wiseman will give DeAndre Ayton fits. He's on my fantasy oh, team. Whenever DeAndre Ayton goes against a caliber center, he doesn't play well. Oh, so Who's on your fantasy team? What? DeAndre Ayton. He says DeAndre Ayton's oh. on his fantasy team. Oh, DeAndre okay. Ayton's yeah. on my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. He's... Whenever he goes against a top end center, he doesn't play well. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. 16, he is very good. One. Yeah, he's, he's very good. He's, he's pretty good. It's a he chance. is very it's good. Crazy. I'm not saying he's there's bad. There's a chance. There's a I draft very, him. very great chance we could have an NBA Finals rematch. Phoenix, Milwaukee, baby. I'm going with it again this year. Look at that sugar daddy. I'll take the and field Phoenix again. wins this time. Phoenix wins this time. I'll Phoenix wins this time. What is six? Yep. Uh, seven. Seven games. Phoenix seven. wins. Seven games. Phoenix wins. You better hope seven's in Chris, no, last year, They didn't have anybody that could guard Giannis. Christopher Paul is the MVP, buddy. Who's going to guard Giannis? I don't know what the hell that was, but I will also bet that he's not MVP. Oh, uh, so that's a, they're going to be yeah, part of the parlay? Devin Booker, Devin Booker We're going to add that to fun. the parlay, too? No, because I don't think they're going to the finals. Devin Booker would probably be MVP. Wait, listen, you know what we got to do with Tyler? If we're going to pick roast. Is it 12 o'clock yet? I'm only contractually obligated. It's 12-14! Goodbye, everybody! Trey, Trey. So long! Trey, don't Farewell. you get up. Ta-ta for Trey, now. Trey, Trey, let me ask you. Yeah. Stay there. Trey, let me ask you a question. Let's Have you ever this. been to a pig roast? I have not. You've never been to a pig roast? Oh, Trey. Gotta invite I'm you. Not. I gotta invite you here to Long Island. Why? To pig roast. Black? No. Oh. What, what are you, black? What are you talking about? Pig roast. <laughs> you're an idiot. You know that? Well, listen, we're gonna tie Tyler up and we're gonna use him as a pig roast and we're gonna cook him. What do you think? <laughs> Let's stick an apple in his mouth. <laughs> Shut him up. <laughs> I bet you I talked to the apple. You want me to put a strawberry heading in your mouth? Please. Does that make you feel better? Yes, it would. Uh, <laughs> or again, Anyways. peanut butter screw. Trey, you got to come on early so we can have some fun with you, man. For sure. Definitely. For sure. I can definitely well, want to come on early. Maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll get you on. It's too busy All recycling right. arguments. And... We got some good guests on next week. All right. All right, fellas. You guys enjoy your night, man. And I'll see you next week. Trey, a.k.a. Wise Man Larkin. How's that? You like that? No. You know what? You do stink. You know what you smell like? Um, do you sm- you think you smell like flowers? I think I smell better than whatever you're about to describe as smelling. Well, what do you what do you think you smell like? I want to hear what you uh, smell like. Like coach. a dirty dirty towel? I was going to say coach. Yeah. Do you, do you use a towel when you, you, you know you have your little fun in your bedroom? Or do you use like a, a tissue? What do you like? Tissue, a tissue, yeah, no, towel, no, no a tissue. Tissues. So, no you, tissues. so you use a towel. You have a towel. What's your name? I on don't it? like the friction of tissues. So, so you like the towel? I do like the. I prefer. I prefer. So you have one towel for that. I prefer th- thicker things. A thicker thing. So you have the towel that you only use for that thing. Sure. I don't know where we're going with this, but it's I way know, past uh, my speedy, bedtime. Speedy before I know uh, it's way past my bedtime too. Um, no, even though I don't sleep. No, uh, your bedtime is twenty four seven. Speedy, do, do you use towels when you go to bed? What do you mean? Do you use a towel before you go to bed? Do you I listen get out to the shower? No, nope. sure, Speedy, but... Speedy, listen to me. Be careful about how you answer these questions. <laughs> yeah, Matt. No, I have no reason to use a towel. No, no. you sure, Speedy? Think about have, who you're talking. I have enough sweatshirts and blankets and oh, stuff if I need to stay Jesus. warm. 
So Speed, you, it's not. Oh. So hold on one second. So you know how to stay warm, but you've never used a towel when you've laid in your bed. Have you? Have maybe you ever, by accident. Oh, but, by, by accident. Like I'll leave it on my. Yes. If I left it on my bed, maybe I'll, I'll sleep. I'll sleep with it by accident. Yeah, but. you sleep with it. Uh, have you ever like gone to bed without any underwear on? <sighs> Pajamas? No, you've never no, slept without any no, underwear. He well, he's, pajamas. He's, I, I sometimes I'll p- just leave the pajama pants on without any underwear. So. No, that, you've never slept butt ass naked no. in a bed. No, I'll be. I'll, I, I'm always cold. I'll be cold if I do that. And yeah. you know what it you is got too. A towel. What are you talking? No, about? no, no. no. I, what it is too is I also if I don't have a if I don't wear a shirt for a long period of time, must have been the shower or in the pool or something like that. Pool? My back gets itchy too. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's a weird. Have thing. you ever? Have you ever oiled your body? You've never oiled your body? Hell no. No? Have you ever oiled anything on your body? No. No? I don't think so. Have you ever oiled your dog? No. Oh, here we go. Just, I'm just asking. Oh, I'm God. just trying to figure out, you know, some of these interesting Well, stories. he answered your questions, honestly. Yes, so he did. Yes, we'll he be did. back Wednesday. Yes, we'll be back Wednesday. Listen to the Weekend Crunch. Uh, we're we're going to have a great show this 7 week. 7 p.m., there's no Islander game. That's There is no Islander game. That's right. Look yeah. at you, Tyler. You're checking it out, man. You're no, right. I don't wa- I don't listen to you guys for shit. I'm, oh, I just know the routine. That's a shame that you're not listening to a great show. That's, sounds like you're an idiot. Anyways, but that we've already that's known That's why I'm that. employed here. Yeah. Hey! Uh, well, that has, uh, you know, the smell to stench the whole room. So there you go. Uh, Tyler likes to use towels, guys, and he named it Cricket. So if no, you, I didn't name it Cricket. It's Cricket. It's Cricket, his long-lost friend. It's anyways. not Cricket. It's Jiminy. Uh, Jiminy. Okay, <laughs> Jiminy. Jiminy Crick. Okay? Uh, anyways, good night, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.